0: What is up, Gypsy gang? We are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales podcast. And this time it is with uh, one of my now favorite repeat guests, Luke Kidgel. Uh, Luke has been doing a bunch of uh, new comedy stuff uh, on the Gold Coast, just uh, just getting some reps in, right? Some new material for that new hour that he will be uh, presenting when he can resume his Australian tour. Uh, he actually came on the podcast to announce his tour uh, and tour dates, but that has since been put on hold. Nevertheless, it was an epic podcast. Luke is uh, Luke's the dude that I just really enjoy being around. We've uh, we've actually since the first podcast we've hung out like a bunch. Uh, we've been in, in, in a bunch of different places. We did some events for Nobby together uh, and we've just yeah generally hung out. He's become a, a good mate of mine. I think that uh, the vibe that we have on the podcast together is, is really rad as well. Uh, he is a guy that I'm sure will be on the podcast a lot. Uh, and if you haven't already watched his special, uh, just go to his website. You can see the whitest boy that ever lived. Uh, that is his previous special. You've probably got some time to watch it now. Um But yeah, this was a super fun podcast, really enjoyed doing it. Uh, Disregard the tour dates, obviously, because uh, this was recorded before COVID-19 took over the planet. Uh, But yeah, nevertheless, a great podcast. And thank you very much for joining us, Luke. You are always welcome back, brother. But before we get into today's podcast, just got to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, The guys at MX Store are still there. They're still shipping orders and uh, they're still the best. Uh, you can head to mxstore.com.au. Uh, if you'll want to be, uh, stuck inside and, uh, you've got a bit of a project bike build that's been on the go for a while, uh, this is a perfect time to get it done. So mxstore.com.au, order whatever you need to get your dirt bike looking spick and span and running like an absolute dream for when this, uh, when all this COVID-19 business is over. Uh, also it's probably not a bad time to, uh, to chuck some fresh stickers on your bike, you've definitely got the time to uh, make sure there's no bubbles coming out in, in that bad boy. Uh, you can head to rivalinkdesigncode.com and uh, use the promo code Gypsy Tales or Gypsy Gang for 15% off. Uh, and while you're at it, the perfect uh, I guess the perfect combo is uh, is a Thrillseekers seat cover. So you can head to thrillseekerscollection.com. You can design your own seat cover or you can choose uh, from some of the super gangster stuff that they do there. They just released the Jared McNeil tree camo seat cover today. Uh, So yeah, get amongst it and get yourself basically the best seat cover in the game. Uh, Also got to give a big shout out to the guys at Boost Mobile. Uh, They are doing... Everything they can to keep us running 100% during this time uh, and it is much appreciated. Uh, Basically, if you do need a SIM card, if you need like a backup thing just in case anything goes out, uh, you can head to any service station and buy your prepaid SIM card um, and then you can just go through the website boost.com.au to activate and get it all sorted. Uh, Also, just got to give a massive shout out uh, to Sammy uh, and the team at Fist. Uh, He is going to be helping us uh, keep this whole thing running for this month. So just for that, we've got to give uh, his basically now iconic handwear company, fist handwear, a plug. Uh, if you want to get 20% off your very own pair of fist gloves, then you can type in the, uh, the lovely code "fuckjace" Jace. Uh, and you're going to get 20% off your entire fist handwear order. Uh, JB, the mad dog, Is probably going to put some, uh, some knobbies over his face and just keep shipping orders, uh, throughout this time. And also it is starting to cool down a little bit. So, uh, protect yourself from, uh, getting a cough that could lead to Corona, uh, and head to dixonquality.com.au, D-I-X-X-O-N quality.com.au and get yourself basically the, uh, Dopest flannos in the game. You would have seen me wearing these on multiple occasions. Anytime the studio gets cold, uh, I absolutely love these things. I was actually in one of them when I crashed in Vietnam, um, but still love them. Still love them to death. Uh, and also, really cool sponsor to be jumping on board. And it's such a, a needed time. Uh, we're going to be having. A lot of downtime so I have ordered myself a copy of Monster Energy Supercross the official video game 3 uh, that is out now and it is basically the best Supercross game that has ever been made everything is official uh, from the teams the training compounds uh, Monster Energy Supercross 3 is the exact replica of the Supercross world the game will feature 2019 uh, the 2019 Monster Energy Supercross season with 100 riders of both 450 and uh, and 250 categories, 15 official stadium tracks. For the very first time in the series, it will now include the possibility to join the official Supercross teams of, uh, of the 2019 championship in career mode. So you'll finally have the chance to be a factory rider. I never got that chance. So I'm going to try and earn a spot on a factory roster uh, in the game. So... Uh, really excited and we are going to be uh, building a Gypsy Tales compound online uh, and then we're going to be having some comp- competitions to throw down some heaters. I know Jat's just got his copy, Sam just got his copy and we're also going to be giving away some copies as well. Um, so thank you very much to our sponsors. Uh, we also have just started a Patreon account so you can head to patreon.com slash uh And you can join our Patreon. We're going to have a message board there, uh, which is going to have a lot of the gaming info uh, in it. Uh, We're going to do some Q&A stuff in there. And I'm also going to be doing some exclusive Patreon podcasts. Uh, Everyone that signs up to the Patreon is going to get uh, access to the YouTube podcasts early um so i'm going to be posting them 24 hours early exclusive for uh the people that want to support the gypsy tales community uh and i'm excited it's been something i've wanted to do for a long time i've just really wanted to figure out the way to do it right um and if you want access to the message board and you cannot afford uh the fee that uh patreon charges uh then please find my email address through the Instagram, send me an email and we'll let you in. Uh, also just got to give a shout out to the guys at Crick's Tweed. Uh, they've been hit really hard by uh, everything that's going on. So if you are in need of a new car, uh, if it had to happen uh, head, well, you can't really head there, but uh, give those guys a call, send them through an email uh, and they are still giving away that bike uh, at the end of June 30. So um, any new car, the chances just got better too. They're not going to be selling as many cars. So uh, you can win yourself a brand new KTM 450 SXF through the guys at Crickstweed. Tweed. So head to crickstweed.com.au. Thank you very much to listening for this long winded ad read. Um, But in this time, it is really, really important that we take the time to thank our sponsors that uh, are doing their best to keep us running. So thank you very much. And I hope you guys enjoy today's podcast
2: you got ears yes i also have headphones (laughs) 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 lucas jacetus
0: is that your name when you're in trouble
2: uh no my name is actually luke it's in the bible mate so you don't quite a common name so lucas isn't your name (laughs) Did you th- really think it was? Maybe. Do you think all Lukes are short? Yeah, I actually Lucas? did
0: think that. You're right. Luke is a standalone name.
2: Now, I don't want to... Because I know people really like you on this podcast. And the last <laughs> nah, thing me. I'd want to do... Me. Roast me. You're a fucking moron if you think <laughs> that. <laughs> there is... You know what? There's probably other people listening going, I had no idea. I just thought my mate Luke, it was a nickname. <laughs> this uh, whole time. No, nah, Lucas... I don't think any Lucases would be called Luke either. Really? because it's Luca. So what's Luke. the shortness
0: for Lucas? If you if you got a mate and you're like, oh, we've been friends for a while." Maybe Luca, I don't
2: know. Or, dude, how lazy are you where you're shortening, I shortening Lucas everything. So you prefer Jace? Yeah.
0: I've never like Jay that's what I mean like people only say Jason if I'm in trouble. Or Jasoness. Or Jasoness. If they are starting a podcast? Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> but like I just assume that everybody everybody's name
2: was shortened. Uh, Except for Ben, how do you, I was gonna say Tim, Tim, or like, uh, Timothy. No, that is yeah, short. Yeah, see, there Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah, okay. Damn. See, it's all fucking shorthand. My girlfriend's name is Meg. Is it Megan? No. How funny is that that her parents wrote M E G on her birth certificate? This and is nobody's like, fault. They were like, Meg. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it literally like Family Guy ruined her name. <clears throat> oh, dude. Like it's brutal. I feel bad for it. The
0: that you know that scene in Family Guy when he's like this is nobody's fault you know that yeah bit, that to me was just fucking comedy genius like the entire fucking series of family yeah. guy for me led up to that one like, <laughs> like that was like the best ongoing running joke yeah. that hit its climax at that exact point oh, it was absolutely. fucking unbelievable and it did meg is now a shit fucking it's name.
2: such a shit name and she knows this and it's so bad, dude, it's so bad during sex. You can't say Meg in a hot way. You can't be like, oh, Meg. Mm. Like, you hit the G and your boner just runs away. <laughs> You're like, Meg, oh. <laughs> oh,
0: <my God. laughs> oh, that's fucking... Good. I've yeah. never thought of that. You know what else is funny about that, that family guy, Meg? Mm. Is that Mila Kunis is probably one of the fucking hottest chicks on planet Earth. And she's Meg. Playing
2: like a, what, a teenager with a beanie. A teenage future lesbian. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's part of the joke. It's so good, eh? But it's like, uh, who plays, who's the guy, what's his name, who plays Peter Griffin again? Uh, Seth, what's his name?
0: Yeah, Seth uh, Green, no, Mark. Rogan. Rogan? No, no, not Seth Rogan,
2: fucking Seth McFarlane. McFarlane, that's it. Seth Rogan.
0: Seth's in the world.
2: Oh, Seth Rogen is a guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Um, yeah, there's too many Seths in Hollywood. Dope like, Seth too. Yeah. Seth
0: Green, yeah. Seth Rogen, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah.
2: Now, getting back to the short, is Sorry. Seth's short for anything?
0: Sethimus. Of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is Seth a biblical name? I don't think so. Because it sounds like evil. You know what I think of with Seth? No it's one
2: like, is like, all hail the almighty Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I dub thee. <laughs> I dub thee Seth. No.
0: <laughs> what about Sid? i just think of
2: the sloth <laughs>
0: or oh, toy story
2: who said oh the evil kid yeah yeah that's like they nailed that name you know i wonder what that kid's up to now i wonder if he's like in that world I'm pretty
0: sure he's still an animated character i know but i wonder
2: <laughs> in that world if you grew up what that you know so if you don't know what talking about that evil kid see who toy tortures story. the toys like he's got he makes creepy hybrid toys as a child that was he's for sure an antifa do you reckon? 100%. Yeah. Or now he's just like... No. A...
0: is Antifa the left or the right one?
2: That's the anarchist one. Is it? So, um, yes, they're an anarchist group, I believe. But are they for the left I've... or the right? Hey, man, you're talking to a guy... If, who... I, if
0: I asked Lewis, he'd know. He would know. Yeah, for but
2: sure. You're talking to a guy. He's fucked with them before. That's the only reason why I mm. know who they are. I was with him when he fucked with some... Was that in Australia? Oh, no. He fucked with a right group... Then he told them he was from Antifa, so yeah, that makes so, yeah, they yeah, left. Yeah.
0: So what's the fucking right version of that? Of being like an the, anarchist? What
2: is it? The no. of being a Republican. I don't know. Fuck, <laughs> who's
0: that group though? The the Proud Boys. Yes. He would be a Proud Boy. Yeah. Sorry, it took Lewis me a while to get also
2: has fucked with them. Sure. He, he needs does. to
0: ease up. Dude, <laughs> his fuck. No, he doesn't. He needs to fucking foot to the floor.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. It's so funny.
0: His, um, his Outback thing that he posted on his Instagram, like the verse America You deal. would
2: love his new show.
0: Oh, that whole fucking out like I ate at Outback a lot mm. in America. It was a thing when we- Was re- that Outback Steakhouse? Outback Steakhouse. Never been there. So we would do these races and they were always in like remote places for the motocross series. Yeah.
2: What's the equivalent here? Like Hogs Breath Cafe? F- yep. Yeah. Nailed Just it. Just a shithole Nailed place it. that yep. people, where dreams go to die.
0: Dude, the lo- I vowed I would never go back to Hogsbreath Cafe after my last experience there. It was fucking that bad. I never said that about Outback. So like, Wait,
2: don't you have an Outback Steakhouse here? Probably. Oh, Lone... What's... You have a Lone... What's lone the one Star. on the Gold Coast? Lone Star. I don't know. Is that the same? No.
0: I've never... If it's past... Mermaid Beach North I don't go
2: It's near Sizzler
0: Yeah right Don't go there either I
2: mean you shouldn't No one should I I used to work (laughs) at Sizzler That was one of my
0: Fucking first jobs I was a dish boy at Sizzler
2: I went to Sizzler For the first time uh, Two weeks ago In Sunshine Coast Because our video editor Keelan Is a piece of shit (laughs) We love him But he eats like garbage He treats his body Like a bin Yeah, And he insisted For his 20th birthday He's like Can we please go to Sizzler He ended up Throwing up outside It was amazing. Imagine watching a full-grown adult man gorge himself so much on jelly that he throws up outside the Marucci door sizzler. That's fucking rock-bottom shit.
0: (laughs) That is hashtag goals.
2: (laughs) I was like, this is how you're spending your birthday. And he just like, he he goes, I'm embarrassed. (laughs) so good fuck
1: you 20 mate go yeah. to the strippers like the rest of us for <laughs> fuck's sake
0: oh, but that that stereotype of uh, Outback Steakhouse like I'd go there all the time mm. for these fucking races and you'd go and it, and then as an Aussie every fucking waiter or waitress and busboy and cook would come out and be like well what do you think about the bloomin' onion anything like back home <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like Firstly, no. no one calls it a bloomin'
0: onion. We don't have this in Australia. We also don't have this, 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 or this. Yeah, the nothing that you serve here is even remotely yeah. Australian.
2: And we're a country that pride ourselves on alcoholism, <laughs> pub fighting, and even we have more respect for ourselves than to eat this shit, <laughs> which is brutal for them. America is like, America has no respect for heart disease as, as an ill, like they don't have respect for that they don't view it as like a real problem like a Clearly, cautionary thing because they don't right or other- otherwise they wouldn't be serving jumbo everything dude the fucking cup holders and by the way I know, car. I know I have a lot of American listeners so we love um, you we love you all I mean I, we love you the individual your country needs to get it to fucking gather Collect- on it. A-
0: Collectively, yeah. there's work to be done. Yeah, if you
2: were all here right now, I'd be like, get a grip. But individually, you're great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, but yeah, i just fuck it every time. Like, exactly what Lewis said in that video. I was like, I feel you, bro. I I've, feel I'll all be honest, the- I haven't watched it. Yeah, that no, makes sense. Yeah,
2: You know why We hang out every day, and I haven't... I, I want to watch the whole Spears vs. America thing. I've seen three of the segments from it, mm. and it was fucking great the best yeah. work he's ever done I think that's awesome you, you, you would love it
0: it's crazy With I watched that and it's like you know when you see something that's TV land mm. and it's got the TV land voice with the TV land person with the TV land production it mm-hmm. feels like TV land and then I was watching that Lewis bit about Outback and like even his voiceover it's his voice yes. and it's so crazy to me that it's like Here's this fucking now TV land guy that's doing something like that's a very TV land format. But he ain't fucking TV land at all. It's literally his voice. Nothing changed from his Instagram and his fucking stories would be like literally giving you shit. That same voice is present in Spears vs. America.
2: And to me, I'm just like, fuck, that's so fucking cool. Or is that because you just know him outside of that so you know who he is? Nah,
0: but I think I know people that have their TV presenter voice and then their real voice. It's really, 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 really hard to to have continuity between the person that you are hanging shit on your mate on a story Mm. and then the uh, guy that then goes professional TV land voiceover with a microphone. It's the... I think, personally... To make that seamless and just the same as your normal voice is like a really hard thing to do.
2: Yeah, he, and it's it's a credit to him. He's he's been working, I guess, on it. He's been working this for like a year and a half, I think. The Spears vs. America. Yeah, dude. I think so. Like the pre-production, he was telling me all these ideas for bits he had like ages ago, and I was like, "Yeah, that's really funny. You should do that." And like, and then I kind of forgot about it, and then he eventually went over and actually shot it. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's cool.
0: Killing it. Good on him. So, you have a tour coming up. So, I want to talk yep. about that before we get off on weird
2: tangents. Oh, yeah. Which um, is what will happen. The On The Run Tour.
0: Oh, yeah. dude. Your fucking video. Oh, do you like that? The trailer was... Fucking great That was dude. so
2: high It was the most high budget Shit I've ever done We was hired a sick. police car Yeah it was sick Well yeah. done we filmed I think I texted you about that actually. Yeah, yeah. We, we filmed it on the Sunny coast Really Yeah cause the guys My management's based up here So yeah. we we'll just like Went down there Cause there's lots of Cane fields And it's like a Fugitive sketch yeah. If you go to my YouTube it's called The video's called I'm the most wanted man In Australia and like Because I just like you kill it Well that's the thing I keep Dude and I'm sorry That you're now Associated with me But I did a gig last night At the Parkwood Tavern And I fucking destroyed Like I killed And I murdered so hard And now they're after me again And that's why I'm like Dude can I come here I This is like a safe out. haven for yeah, me They'll you know? never find you in They'll this never room. find me in this deep secluded podcast space <laughs> where you, this den that you do your show out of <laughs> it's the best spot for me at the moment but yeah the tour is called on the run uh and it's so funny to me that every year for some reason my tour name is always just the stupidest shit i can think of <laughs> and then i do a whole national tour around it and people like it because it's stupid yeah, yeah. but th- 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 this year is the only year that's not a joke
0: so what uh what cities are you doing on this tour because you just did the regional one right?
2: yeah we just finished up Melbourne to Cairns for three weeks in a motorhome with uh, Lewis and I did a joint tour mm-hmm. and uh, we went 13 shows like in a bunch of places we've never been we're talking Bundaberg dude Mm -hmm. Bundaberg that place is a dump (laughs) alright and I'm not trying to be mad good on them they're really you know what they're not trying actually that was my problem problem. (laughs) I was about to say they're trying they're not and that's why the place sucks (laughs) this is what actually happened in the front they just
0: put all their effort into rum that's it (laughs) the the effort stops at rum
2: oh yeah with your towns known for rum and then your second best export is domestic violence that's a (laughs) fucked place (laughs) right (laughs) and like front row I'm on stage and a guy vomits like leaves the show to vomit he's like 17 years old he reckons he hasn't drunk which means he's on other shit (laughs) and uh leaves the show vomits he didn't come back he just left and then his mate stayed I was like are you gonna go out and help him fuck you man (laughs) whatever and then someone else dropped a glass on the floor and then their mate started kicking the glass with thongs on just barefoot Cleaning it up with his foot And I'm like Hey man You should probably do that He's like And he took control He's like Nah mate Don't worry It's fine And I'm like No 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 It's not It's glass And and skin That I don't know How to help people there (laughs) Because I'm like If you've got neon On the back of your car Mm-hmm. Unironically, I can't help you.
0: Or like kangaroo balls on
2: oh, your table, Oh, yeah, just, just drag and hitting arm. speed bumps. You know, <laughs> road kills, speed bumps, teabagging every fucking thing on the road. <laughs> just so teabagging squash cane toads. They could, they, could can. have,
0: they could have been invented in Bundaberg. <laughs> For sure. Like, you could believe it. Oh, yeah. You know what's crazy about Bundaberg rum? And not even the rum, like the products, just yeah. like the ginger ale and the fucking... Shout out to their passion
2: fruit flavor, actually. I don't actually like the rum very much, but I do like their products. Yeah. Like the ginger beer and stuff like that. And it's fucking everywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. Like global, man. Like friend in China fucking drinking Bundaberg rum. They wouldn't even Uh, know. Bundaberg ginger ale.
2: They wouldn't even know what Bundaberg is. No
0: clue. And like, but we really don't either. Because it's like, it's it's one of those towns where it's like, you've kind of got to go like left off the highway like go into it's the town It's not a coastal town No So it's like If it was like Gimpy Cause is like a coastal You kinda gotta people, go through Gimpy Yeah
2: Rockhampton People go through Yeah
0: Gladstone Go through yep. Bundy Nah It's on it's own Yeah, It's off the reservation hey. No cunt goes there oh, And there's no reason to <laughs> And that's probably Why they don't try
2: maybe yeah they're not used to having visitors so fuck I wonder how
0: many people listen to this from Bundaberg That has to be a
2: couple I mean next episode not many but <laughs> <laughs> this episode maybe something. this could be the last one Um, but yeah on this tour I started the Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, in like three weeks so March 25th to April 19th and then I'm going like Albury can I see if I remember it all off by yeah do it Albury Wollongong Canberra Sydney New South Wales Gold Coast Brisbane Sunshine Coast oh my god I'm doing it Geelong come Adelaide man. Perth Bunbury I probably skip some yeah Bunbury first time I got a mate in Bunbury you know we're just
0: saying that. tell them to come because we'll probably sell shit there <laughs> what's that yeah I will tell them to come actually you might have Bunbury I think there's well Perth's actually really good for the podcast there's like a lot of people in Perth Perth's awesome.
2: great to do shows in really I reckon what top three favourite places in Australia is Perth people really? shit on it it's oh, so nice. I fucking love Perth, It's dude. just not worth the flight. But once you get there, it's great.
0: <laughs> what in, uh, who the fuck did I have on that was talking? Was it you that was saying about... So, someone come on and they're like, oh, no, no, no. I fucking heard it. it maybe it was Schultz. I heard him say yeah. it on yours. He's like, uh, Perth was so confusing because there's like all these buildings and no people. Yeah, He's they like, built a no, city and no, no one, one came. There. Yeah,
2: but I think that it, it was actually like the opposite <laughs> of Field of Dreams. If you build it, no one will come. <laughs> <laughs> if you build it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, if you build it, some people might visit occasionally, and that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I think it was actually, I think there was just like a bit of a Perth mass exodus because there there was like all this crazy um, mining and shit that was like around Perth, and then right. as soon as that left everyone kind of left and then it went into like that FIFO model of the whole like there was like Kalgoorlie and all the places around yeah yeah
2: there is a vibe there of being isolated and for people for overseas good Perth is like the equivalent of like the flight from LA to New York except it's not LA <laughs> yeah. like so there's the east coast and then Perth's just out there by itself yeah it's a very odd place to live
0: I think it is actually by like definition the world's most remote capital city
2: uh, yeah it must be because it's yeah. the adelaide is a three-hour flight the closest capital city is a three-hour flight away
0: yeah and then there's just nothing around there no and there's... like i flew into the last time i was in wa i flew into Broome, and um then drove three hours to cape Leveque, and it's like i saw six people
2: why, why are you flying into Broome? i've never been there
0: um have you you ever seen Cape Leveque no you would have been like the Qantas ads and shit it's the beach in Australia that's got like the blue by the way
2: that sounds like a Dracula or a vampire name Levesque yeah the Cape Levesque but yeah, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> it kind of does.
0: but yeah it's like the bluest ocean you've ever seen the whitest sand you've ever seen the reddest rocks you've ever seen oh, have, so you se- have you seen Have you seen any of those photos
2: no it sounds like a postcard
0: yeah, oh it is it's like Qantas use it in all of their fucking I still call Australia home yeah. like videos but yeah so I went there to shoot for a friend's uh, skincare company so uh-huh. they use uh, Kakadu Plum in the right. which is called fuck what's the aboriginal name for it Starts so with G. Anyway, so uh they farm it out there. So we like went and visited the farm and that's then so we cool. actually took photos of like one of the Aboriginal girls uh as like a model for the company. Like she's a super beautiful Aboriginal girl. Yep. So yeah, it was pretty cool and we just like cruised around out there in like a land cruiser. But it was like flew to Perth, flew to Broome and then drove through. It's like I saw ten people. Shit. Yeah. That's wild. It's remote. It's fucking out there. But Perth has one of the some of the best motocross riders in Australia come from Perth and they've got like a hardcore moto community the world champion of mountain bikes comes from Perth Sam Hill like one of the like one of the like Michael Jordan type dudes of mountain bikes comes from Perth like it's a crazy crazy place man
2: there's not a lot else to do there so you just gotta get really good at what you're good at well
0: isolation does breed a special type of like uh, I don't know I feel like a lot of limits Get pushed in isolation Because there's like an op- there's th- th- I think there's just like A spectrum mm. You either do nothing Because there's nothing around Or you do One thing so much That you yeah. achieve Like a crazy level Of mastery at it
2: But I think There's just a lot To do there like there is mm. a, people go there's nothing either. but there is like their, their comedy scene's great I'm sure like their sport is great Oh, they have so many great even though they only got two AFL teams they're very successful teams like Freo and West Coast they always got great players coming out of there There's they're bigger I would say they're, they're good at a lot of shit over there
0: well the the other thing I left out was the surfers yeah of course some of the best surfers of all time because they have some of Perth. the best surf yeah and nothing else like Nothing to really distract him. Yeah. And I will fucking say too, I don't know if it's still like this now, but I remember the last time I was in, like staying in Perth at Scarborough. I stayed at Scarborough Beach. I had a buddy live there. That's where I'm doing my show. Oh, really? In Scarborough. Have you ever been to Scarborough? Yeah. It's, it's fucking nice. sick, huh? The
2: skate park is huge. That bowl is massive. Mm.
0: So I went there and we went out, and it was like one of the gnarliest ratios of girls to guys I've ever been involved in, and like stunning girls too really Mm -hmm. don't know if it was like a freak one off thing maybe my radar was off a bit of like what hot actually was, but I remember thinking <laughs> <I'm, I'm, laughs>
2: You were like, look there's probably about eight other factors at play, <laughs> and what I'm saying was probably made up in my head <laughs>
0: But in my head, you at just, this day, right now, I just remember thinking
2: like, Jesus I, fuck Perth. I feel like you just manifested a Victoria's Secret model show in your head, <laughs> and you're like, is popping right now. And really,
0: I was just sitting at the bar by myself, yeah. just fucking a thousand
2: miles stare through yeah, the bar. just a bunch of guys sitting there watching rugby <laughs> well, on the TV well
0: I remember that they were like this club in particular the reason it stands out is that there was like a guy line and a girl line they actually like split the lines up so they were just like letting all these girls in Ah, and then they're like we stood out the front of this place for fucking ages yep. and the other thing I remember is they had a fish tank
2: right <laughs> very memorable <laughs> very memorable night right <laughs> obviously oh, didn't drink that much man I fucked up the other night I was in Cairns <laughs> Uh, and you know how when we we're I was up here last time And people who listen to this podcast, I guess, know them maybe uh, We were hanging out with Jats and Richie oh, And their motocross They know them, people
0: that listen to this podcast know them Yeah, okay Big time
2: Yeah, right? Yeah This thing, I'm not in your world Yeah And that's fine Like, it's <laughs> not You know, I'm in different circles You wouldn't know some comedians <laughs> if I introduced them So, I'm walking down the street in Cairns after our show This is last weekend and I was thinking, like during the day, like I was like, oh, maybe I'll run into someone. you know someone who I've met here because I've you know we, we went out drinking and stuff. Um, and I was going towards the, the the pier bar there and walk along the street, and then Richie, when we met, had a stubble, oh. and then he's since shaved. I think he's often shaved, but for some reason he just had a stubble when we met, and then uh, he went, hey, and I went this is Richie and I went Jats (laughs) and I've never seen a more devastated human he went oh and his mate went ah, he doesn't remember you (laughs) and I was like no Richie Richie and it was so brutal and I and Richie I apologise man it was so it was so mean and I remember him I follow him on Instagram and I know his name but for some reason in my head Jats was just a more memorable name because I'm like who the fuck is called Jats (laughs) Jackson Jats but that's not a nickname Jats is a biscuit <laughs> Apparently
0: <it is>. he <laughs> uh, He used to On his helmets Like he used to get Custom helmets painted And he got yeah. like Two biscuits And then like Jats put uh, out on okay, top of it right. So like it was yeah. A bit of a thing Both
2: great guys just Legends Legends But oh I felt so bad what did, you, did you hang out after or No we just had a chat And he was like You going to the wool shed And I was like Fuck no <laughs> I want to survive uh, And then I went And had a few beers And went home
0: <laughs> That's like If I ever want to get In a fight ever just go there just go there every single like and i'm not even exaggerating every single time i've been in that place there's been like a weird altercation
2: i feel like there's a dog shit place in every town called the wool shed there's one in adelaide as well really yeah and it's just like they're all dirty yeah no one ever goes and has a pleasant time at the wool shed and it's what you get for calling your venue that
0: well jats and richie fucking love it they pull so much out of that place it's insane but it's full of backpackers well, that's why
2: Kansas full of backpackers. Full yeah, stop. Is, I stayed at Gilligan's. Oh, how good's
0: that experience?
2: So good, actually good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that place is amazing. Yeah. I rate that. I've been all over the world. I rate Gilligan's on Gilligan's like, if you catch like, unicorn mode Gilligan's. Yeah. One of the best like best clubs I've ever been to. Like better than shit through Europe, America. Wow. Fuck it is on its day on its oh, day. on its fucking grand final. Like, we've had, we've had times there where we went during the day, were day drinking, been at the, like, the beach thing that they got out the back, volleyball, drinks, blah, 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 blah. Met some girls, went up, had a nap, went back downstairs, bought some new clothes for the night, ditched the old shit, partied all night. Boom. Like, just fucking unicorn nights.
2: You know what I can't get over? And I think it's just a North Queensland thing. In Melbourne, the place would be shut down immediately. It was uh, wet t-shirt competitions and oh. jelly wrestling exists still. Oh, yeah. It's 2020 and they're like, wet t-shirt Can't want to come see some nipples? There's going to be chicks and bikinis, jelly wrestling. Imagine if a bar in Brunswick did that. <laughs> People would be on Twitter and that <laughs> shit would get shut down within an hour. The cops would come. Yeah. And I'm not even joking. No, like, you're 100% right. That, that would just not fly at all. And it shocked me. I thought it was cool. I was like, you know what? I think it's great. If there's still girls wanting to get it out in front of a pub full of strangers, let them.
0: Dude, it's so primal, isn't it? Like, when you really think about it.
2: like, even... But really, let's be honest, the flyer for Jelly Wrestling had all these chicks in bikinis wrestling. I bet it's just fat guys going, well, I could fucking take him out.
0: <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you'd be surprised how fucking hot some of the chicks are that do this That's shit. That's
2: what I was trying to explain to Lewis. He goes, it's just old dudes. And I was like, but no, there'd be bro. some hot ones. Yes.
0: No, for sure. Yeah. The wet t-shirt comps used to be fucking insane. And, like, Mad Cow... I don't know if that's still there, the mad cow. That's like a placing. We used to to go there. I went there every Thursday night from when I was fucking 16 to 18. That's so cans. It was fucking awesome, man. Like, I got in a fight there one night, like, alongside my teacher. And he knew you were 16. (laughs) Yeah, he was my teacher at school in year eleven. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then like he was there one night and it, there was like that bit of an awkward I had a fake ID from when I was 16 yeah. and uh, got caught out at the wool shed Yep. ended up getting thrown through the wall because I tried to run away from the bouncer and then tried to fight the bouncer who was much bigger than I but was but
2: what a dickhead throwing a miner through a wall if he knew you are a minor. I and went then, through you know how Then you, you don't throw him through the wall because you can get arrested for throwing a minor through plaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you know you go, Oh, you haven't been to the wall No, so, I've been past it. Oh, so you go you walk in, you go left, and then hard right up the stairs. Right. So we, I had this ID for fucking years. Like literally two years. Mm. It was like two weeks before my eighteenth birthday. So I kinda didn't give a fuck. Like two weeks of not clubbing, not such a bad deal after two years of clubbing yeah. underage. So then I was like with me and my buddy so i did i oh, actually probably shouldn't say i did it but anyway so i had my best friend's id and his name was tyson and then uh so he he walked in just directly in front of me bounces like have a good night tyson gave him back his id i walked directly and i was like ah he read the name so and i still just gave it to him i was like now nah, surely we'll be fine have a good night tyson and i just yanked it and fucking bolted up into the club oh my Could've god just backed out and then this big fucking Samoan dude has just, like, gone, nah, bro. Reached over, grabbed... Me. I was, like, four steps up and just fucking thrown me, dude. And I went flying through the fucking Jif Rock back out into the line on the street. It was fucking hectic. That's so okay. cans. Oh, it was awesome, eh? Just and throwing round
2: children. And then I'm, like,
0: on my fucking back, just, like, throwing punches and kicks up at this, dude yeah
2: Ugh. like that when you're 16 you're like i can take this guy like Turns out I, I can I take this have. six foot four guy who just threw me down <laughs> the flight of stairs <laughs> oh. that's, like, that's like just zero self-awareness <laughs> in that situation <laughs> that's so funny
0: that's just complete ignorance though yeah but yeah so that's that's like that's Cairns.
2: oh yeah it was a special like it was a special place to grow up what's your favorite place in australia Cairns. Yeah okay but, but I mean It's just hometown shit I, I don't mind it there as well Like it's definitely top, top four
0: I wonder though like I wonder if you did A trip like with us there Mm. where we could, you had like a few days, it wasn't like a work thing and you yeah. could really do shit that like we grew up doing. Yes. Like we had boats, we had cars, we had bikes. We, we know all the craziest waterfalls that yeah, yeah. people don't really go to. They're not like National Park one, you know, shit, yep.
2: shit like that. Yeah, that would be the best way to do it. Yeah, like sure. we've done,
0: man, we used to hike like Mount Bartlefria, which is the tallest mountain in um, Queensland. All right. right. Yeah, yeah, tallest one in Queensland. And, uh, you know, we'd do like hikes and fucking camp and, you know, we'd go out the reef spearfishing and go out off these like tiny little boat ramps that no one knew about and, you know, just like all that sort of shit. Like when you really know that place, fuck, it's cool to grow up there. Yeah. Like we just could do, you just,
2: so much freedom as kids. So there's nothing like that in growing up in Melbourne. No. At all. You're like, when you grow up there, you just know not what to do. You're like, don't go there don't go there like Mm. that's there's nothing to do except for when people ask me like oh so I'm coming to Melbourne for the weekend what should I do I'm always like I don't know go to the footy (laughs) go Go to the the MCG yeah Yeah, go check out Scienceworks bro race Kathy Freeman you know like that's (laughs) what else is there to do
0: yeah, it's that's just the urban sprawl, though,
2: right? Right. Yeah, it's like there's a lot to do. That's the thing. There's so much to do. It's like, <clears throat> dude, you do whatever you want. Yeah. Go to the city, and whatever you like will be on. Revolver. Yeah. Just if you like pingers, it'll be on. Just, you know.
0: Just stay there. Just stay at Rev till fucking. I've only really ever it. been to Revs twice. Yeah. Right. I'm probably gonna go there next
2: weekend. <sighs> Down there for that
0: it. Got you gotta do it
2: Fatboy Slim played there Like a month ago Really? Wild After he did the Aussie Open Fuck Yeah my mate, mates were just like He was in the cage at Revolver And like That dude must just party He's like How old is he? Maybe like 60 Yeah Something Fuck. And he's still doing revs At like 3am That's why he's Fatboy Slim though That's living Cause he ain't
0: faking that shit No He ain't faking Fatboy Slim He is Fatboy Slim Oh yeah That's why he's doing it it's i think it's crazy i love that shit man fucking he played uh he played in ibiza when uh my best mate he got married in italy so that was like his bucks but i missed it i was in hospital with my kidney right so then i ended up i ended up not like checking myself out of hospital i flew when they said i couldn't fly basically to like get there for the wedding i was devoted. he said that fat boy slim in ibiza was like would have been the best basically thing ever. the coolest shit ever. Because he's got some fucking bangers, bro.
2: Oh yeah. So repetitive, but so good. So good. Like if you want to hear right here, right now for five minutes, yeah. go check out <laughs> Fat Boy Slim Live. I, I just think
0: of Freddie Prince Jr. for some reason that? when that song comes on. You know the actor? Freddie Prince Jr.? No. He's like maybe a tiny bit too young, mm. big in the nineties.
2: Yeah, right. So when I was in my dad's ball sack. <laughs> yeah, basically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too soon. But dude, I, I just got memories of like, Gilligan's was the place where we would go till three thirty four in the morning. Like it just stayed open.
2: I've only ever been to a place, tw- twice it's happened where the lights have come on and they've been like, get the fuck out. And oh, that's...
0: That was every night That is... Us.
2: There's such a harsh reality that you face when you see what you've been dancing in for th- the last four hours. That's the reason they call them the ugly lights. Dude, <laughs> when you turn on the lights, you look around and you go, oh my God, let's go to Macca's ASAP because it will be cleaner than here. Like, it's, 100%. We used to do the thing before there were all night trains in Melbourne. Now there is like every hour on the weekends. But we used to like do the thing where the club would close at 3.30 and we were too poor to get like an Uber home or a taxi or whatever. So we would just like, Hang out until the first train for all the work people got on at like five thirty a.m. So we'd just like hang out at the station for another two hours. Fuck. That's proper grub behavior. Yeah, that's torture too. Yeah, isn't it? like there's
0: just. All you think of, you're just full on Dorothy at that point. eh? Like, there's no place I can't. can't." (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) My mate's just like the equivalent of Toto, though. Just can't fucking speak and just, I'm holding him up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fucking Tin Man's next to you. And everything's fucking black and white. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh,
0: But like, we used to, we'd go from Gilligan's at like four and then we'd walk to McDonald's and we'd get bacon and egg McMuffins and a coffee, and then we'd just yep. walk to the beach and we'd just sit on the beach. So at
2: least there's a beach there. If we walk to Saint Kilda, you're asking for a needle. Oh yeah, you get it's raped. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, unless a man you, you'd get raped. Well, yeah, or get offered several prostitutes. Mm. Which again, if we can't afford a, you know, a taxi, no one's affording hookers. Although maybe, maybe in Saint Kilda, <laughs> I <was gonna> say, <laughs> probably cheaper maybe. than a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ride you home? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I I miss Fatboy Slim at the tennis, and you want to know why? The saddest reason? No. I had an option. It was like, one day, I could see Fatboy Slim, or I could go the day before and catch the Veronica's.
0: Fucking, like, literally, as you started that story, I was like, this fuckboy saw the Veronica's. Like, that's where this fucking story... How many times have you seen the Veronica's?
2: Three times in three months, and do I regret a thing? You... Fucking no, I don't. Because no, you were there you twice <laughs> when I saw them, and how good were they the first two times? I was like, I want round three, dude. It was so good, even better the third time, because we were side stage the second time at the Grasses Greener Festival, and you were like filming and stuff, and that was it. That was those were some good memes, but whoo
0: dude, you were moved. Like, I you were moved.
2: You know what? I haven't gone to a lot of gigs in the last few years but being in the crowd for the Veronica's for the third time in 3 months I felt something. Did you feel
0: something? Yes. Did you feel as though you knew them? Was there some <laughs> form of connection
2: there? Like be honest. This is the <laughs> <laughs> spiritually? Yes. <laughs> this is actually what happened right. So my brother you know how, like, we were backstage and they rocked out of the van, yeah. and then we were just like, oh, hey. And they was were up? like, hey, and then whatever, and we had this weird interaction with <laughs> the two smallest humans in Australia. I was literally about <laughs> That's to the say thing. that. I was like, not starstruck at the Veronica's. I was like, scientifically, this is amazing. How can one <laughs> human being get so small? They're like five foot tall. Maybe. Yeah. If they were standing on their tippy toes with heels you on. You know them.
0: when you say someone you like, you're like, oh yeah, he's kind of short or like you use all these other adjectives, but you never really hear it like, I feel like the core brutal adjective to use in that situation is like, man, you're small. Yeah, <laughs> like not that's even like that. the, That's like the whole. That's the whole. You're small. I would you're say small human. I would
2: say the best adjective now is you're a Veronica. You know what I mean? Like that's what you should tell people. If you've got a short mate, you're like you, Veronica looking motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but they are ta- like miniature, They're miniature so people. Small. So yeah, I was telling my brother about that. Like, oh yeah, I ran into them backstage. It was really weird. And then I was side stage, and I didn't tell him. Like I knew them. I wasn't like going, yeah, I know the Veronicas. <laughs> not at all. I just said like, oh, it was really awkward, and we didn't speak for some reason. My brother took that as, oh in his head he must have forgotten about what I actually told him and he was like oh Luke knows the Veronica's so then when they get on stage in Melbourne you know how Artists just say this to win over the crowd, they're like, oh my god, we love coming to Melbourne, it's our favourite place, blah, blah blah. They're like, they're like, oh, we we love, we recognise a few familiar faces here. I go as a joke because my brother. I was like, I was like, oh, they've seen me, <laughs> as a, obviously a bit. And then my brother goes, fuck no way, were they actually talking about you? And I was like, oh my god, there's two thousand people here. They were like, oh shit, Luke's here. Like, how you going, man? No way. Luke. It was so funny though that he was a little bit of part of him was like you're kidding and yes. i was like yes <laughs> yes i am <laughs> i am a comedian yeah but it was uh yeah that's so good life like i've been trying to um go to like more i have such a for
0: people just listening to this mm-hmm. podcast i have such a blank look on my face as he says this. no so but you life. were there
2: and you were hating how much you liked it mm, was that what i was doing yeah i was actually <laughs> hating <it. laughs>
0: Yeah. I was hating my life, man. Yeah. I was so sick and cans. Really like sick. fuck. That was that was a gnarly fucking day. Oh yeah. Cause it was that come off the period. I think I'd just been busy in general then and I just got there and I was like, cool, I have to Didn't die. Want I need to it. die. Like mm. I have to die. I was fucking feeling like
2: shit. Yeah. You were like writing up a will. <laughs> off, off camera you know. Yeah, if, I, if I don't make it <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Give this to my mammy <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you didn't make it And the last thing you heard was untouched By the Veronica's I fucking You died heard. and this is the last thing you heard And everyone's <laughs> like <woo! laughs> You just hear me going Oh my god Jase I'm in heaven
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay because I'm amazing uh, Every time I hear it, Fucking uh, I see you. I see the dance. Yes. I see the dance that you're doing. And yep. fuck, I'm just like aroused. Like we're friends. It's it's like I'm not mad and disappointed. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, that hurts. I respect that you. Know, <laughs> I, respect, you know, I want you to enjoy your time here. Thank you. I just wish it wasn't. <laughs> <because Yeah. laughs> you're just, like,
2: I just wish we went spearfishing, to be honest. <laughs> just as
0: anything else? Oh uh, but you know what? To their credit, it's the only act I remember. Exactly. They did something. Nah, Amy Shark. Yeah. But that oh, she says hi, by the way.
2: Yeah. Oh, she told me to tell you. She said tell them all. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this, Amy Shark says hi. She actually told me to tell them all. Um, so, yeah, good. Just pass that on. So, <laughs> you know what's weird? We're still on her Wikipedia page. Are you guys really? Yep. We are credited for this. Lewis and I are credited for the success of that song. That is fucking hilarious Try and find it it's, See if it's still there
0: I'd like you to read it out
2: uh, So if you don't know uh, We used to have a radio show Lewis and I And uh, we did this thing where It started off as an in-joke Where we were just Calling up each other At 1am When the song was big well, She has a song called I Said Hi And uh, we were like yeah. Hey Yeah And uh We'd call each other up at 1am And be like Amy hey, Shark says hi Alright see you later man. bye And then just It was just a stupid in-joke In our little radio group And then um. Then We made this video I was like Dude we need to like Make this into a video So then we went out in public And we were handing out flyers Putting up posters around Going like <laughs> Amy Shark so says good. hi And like you know We'd walk up to people Like going hey Amy Shark says hi And they'd be like Uh who What Hi or whatever <laughs> And we'd be going to butchers Handing them flyers And just like Putting it everywhere Then we made this massive massive uh, thing and then hung it over the edge of a building and that was like the final shot and we like it took us ages to make this big sign and we hung it over the building and people were looking up and we got megaphones going like Amy Shark says hi and we're playing the song <laughs> <laughs> and then Amy Shark's management got wind of this and then really? she ended up coming on our show for an interview and stuff and uh, then was she cool? Yeah She was really confused at us though You know what we're yeah, like okay. Like we came in we wrote her a song Oh so she was so this was on the radio station not the yes. podcast yeah okay. yeah she was just like we just had 10 minutes with her when she was coming in there to do like hamish and andy yeah and Ash right, like real shows yeah and then <laughs> they were like oh can you come down here to the basement uh and do this interview with these guys and she's like she wanted to because she'd seen our video yeah but uh and also i think sony thought it would be a good idea because at this video that we've done i got like a hundred thousand views at this point and uh hang on so
0: so this is the wikipedia Amy Shark's Wikipedia.
2: Yep, Amy... I just looked up Amy Wiki, I just realised. Yeah, there's a few Amys. Fat Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, career... I think we're under the career bit.
0: Well, you'd have to be responsible for it, right?
2: Exactly. Uh, I Said Hi... Okay, here we go. In April 11th, blah, 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 Amy Shark premiered a single called I Said Hi on Triple J. Uh... Before releasing the track the following day It was voluntarily promoted By comedian and digital radio show hosts Luke and Lewis Using posters, megaphone And large homemade signs Hug up next to the Fox FM building Uh, This captured the attention of the songwriter Who then promoted it on her own Instagram Uh, And then it pretty much says uh, Thanks to promotion I said hi, peaked at number six So it's like they're essentially (laughs) Crediting us for the success I think it makes sense I mean <laughs> uh, yeah I claim full responsibility <laughs> I mean that's it is it is a good song but you know without us hanging out A4 Flyers around South Melbourne none, well, who knows where she could exactly. be <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I d- I feel
0: it kind of makes me feel a bit weird that she didn't give you a shout out at Grass is Greener
2: it, I felt uncomfortable about it as well yeah. actually because we had a backstage pass I met eye contact with her as she was like walking off and she looked at me like why the fuck do I know this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and you know bit thi- okay these are the facts right you might be thinking oh Luke he's, this is this is not a bit these are the facts we promoted her video two weeks later she was on the cover of Vogue you be the judge
0: yeah What is one plus one equal the cover of Vogue.
2: Vogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, well, that was good fun. What were we talking about? I have no idea. The Veronicas. Um. Oh yeah, I've been trying to go to like more gigs lately because I used to be really into music. Yeah. Right. And uh, you, again and now if you thought you were disappointed in me, Jace, what? for going to the Veronicas, <clears throat> I got some tickets for A big concert in November. Who? Fall Out Boy and Green Day.
0: No, I'm not mad at
2: that. Oh, really? Fuck no. And Weezer, but I don't like Weezer. Oh, like Weezer's alright. Yeah, I'll be probably at the bar for a lot of Weezer. Yeah, and okay. then I'll come out at Hypno? Nah. My not, name is Jonas. No, not mad
0: at yet for that. Really? Nah. Fuck no. Fallout F- B- 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 Boy? I love Fallout Boy. What, Dude, Pete Wentz is like... They're like male Veronica's. Nah, they're good. Nah, oh, of some, course, they're great. There's some real shit in there. Okay. In
2: I really thought you were nah. going to judge me. All right, what about Green this? Day, American Idiot. Okay, you, Green Day is pretty me? respectable. Boulevard of
0: Broken Dreams. Fucking kidding me? Yeah. Come on, let's go. Okay. We're on.
2: I might come with you. Three months... <laughs> uh, th- oh, sorry, three weeks time. Going to see My Chemical Romance. In. Wow, I thought I would cover nah. a lot more judgment for nah, this.
0: Nah, nah, nah. Helena, one of my favorite songs of all time. <sighs>
2: great I'm excited
0: yeah when, when are they
2: coming here they're coming to download festival they're still like a festival in Melbourne and I paid $200 to see them at a festival what are you idiot. big enough to not have to pay for tickets for festivals yet probably I could probably hit them up and I just Josh I didn't want to like miss out on tickets so yeah I just true got that kind of is
0: the risk that you're
2: on you don't want to be that guy as well. Like, I, I do... Like, you know, you want to support... You want to be normal at times, yeah. you know? You don't want to let this new celebrity just... Hey, I'm not also <laughs> not that big enough where I, You know what? They'd probably be like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, cup. Like, I do... Yeah, you do get offered... When I worked at the radio station, I got offered a lot of... triple Because Triple M yeah, promoted a lot of yeah, events and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I got offered a lot of stuff. But it's always, like, on the day. It's always like, do you want to go see the Foo Fighters tonight? There's four tickets at reception. And then it's like, well... Not really. I had plans. So that you, that you never. Get. Not really. I was gonna watch The Bachelorette with Meg. Exactly, and that's important. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so brain. excited. They just announced the new Bachelor. Turns out it was this guy who'd been on Survivor. Fuck, man. He's not even a hunk. Really? I was, that's so rude. I was about to say he kind of looks like you. <laughs> 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 like, He's not even hot, man. He's like a Jace doppelganger. <laughs> he looks like you. You're fucking ugly, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked him up the other day and I was like, I don't know. What do you reckon about this guy? Like, he's he's a hunk, but he's not a, your stereotypical hunk. Bit of an outdoorsman. I feel like man. he
0: is the stereotypical hunk.
2: But he's got a beard. He's like, you can tell he goes fishing. Yeah. I went out and checked out his Instagram and he's like, definitely loves a hike.
0: Yeah. You know? Does he love a hike because he likes hiking or does he love a hike because he loves the gram? Yeah I think Oh fuck he's even got a chest tattoo
2: Yeah oh yeah He's like Such a stereotypical Adventure Wanderlust cream (laughs) You just I did not know that Oh that's Has that been talked about In the podcast before? no Jace has a chest tattoo People have seen it What's on it?
0: uh, Just fucking some weird quote shit Just bullshit What is it? If I can't find a way I'll make my own Is that actually
2: what it says? Yeah in Latin and you judge me for enjoying the Veronica's music. <laughs> Come on, let's go. I deserve it. Yeah. What do you mean? If you can't find a way, I'll make my own. Yeah, it's and just so like so a
0: Latin... That's like the translation of the Latin quote.
2: Right. So then you look in the mirror and you obviously have to read it backwards because that's why getting quotes on yourself is dumb. <laughs> so... <laughs> yep. <laughs> right, and wh- was it a drunk tattoo? Was it a so No, nah,
1: I
0: just like young and fucking And you're like I, I want wanted to be cool. I want this on me forever. Yeah, I believe in this so And hard. do you still believe in it? Yeah. I feel like it's a I feel like it's a way that I've definitely lived my life.
2: Would you I feel like it is true, but would you get it nowadays, nah. would you get it put on you? No. Nah. If, if I
0: if I could go back to not having tattoos, I definitely would. You wouldn't want any. No. Nah.
2: How many do you have? Just that one. But how big is it? It's like from there to there. And that's all you have. That's such an odd way to start.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I got, I got, I will do more. Like, I've actually thought of like another one that I'm going to do. Yeah. But so it'll be, I kind of, I like the idea of being like tatted from like there so that it's just your torso. So you can always wear a shirt. Like, a lot, like still people don't really know that I've even got tattoos. I didn't know. Yeah. So it's like, it's a good tattoo to have in the fact that if I put on a t shirt, you right.
2: can't see it. But objectively, it's a pretty bad tattoo. Yeah, but, but objectively, The only good part about it is that uh, not many people know <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> so yeah, but I, like I wouldn't do tattoos again. Like even though that, that's the kind of thing though, like at least at that one, it's like that is how I've lived my life. And like,
2: I was, no, it is. I, I was like, young. I agree.
0: And I was like, this is like, oh, this is how I'm going to be my entire life. I'm just going to do my own fucking thing and I'm going to make it happen. And like, Man, I do that's that what shit. I have done, but you like, don't need a tattoo to do it.
2: No, but I do need the occasional... You know, everyone else, everyone has their vice. You know, mine's is 2000s pop. Yes. You know, in the form of the Veronica's, mm-hmm. yours is getting garbage on your chest. You know, <laughs> Forever. Yeah, both are gigantic pieces of shit on your existence <laughs> and everyone has a flaw. <laughs> but no, it's true. I, I've like literally, since I started comedy, I kind of done what you've done, but like, you know, I just, I did everything myself. I've never had... Except for, like, I've probably talked about the most mainstream aspects of my life, but we only got that mainstream radio show because we were big online. Mm-hmm. Like, because we did it all ourselves. Yeah. No one three years into comedy gets a mainstream radio show on the biggest network in the country. Yeah. Like, I just did that because I'd worked hard in other areas. Like, I feel like every opportunity that I might have gotten, I definitely got myself it. Oh, yeah. There's no such thing as, like, luck or. No. You know, it's just like persistence. No.
0: When it comes to work,
2: there's no such like. It's like working smart and hard at yeah. the same time. But you just
0: don't like opportunities. Uh, like you can't control opportunities, and uh, the opportunities is can, what people call luck, right? But, but you but can you almost influence con- the opportunities. Of course, you, you can know? like
2: put yourself in a good position to get a better opportunity. Fucking oath, and but
0: like I guess the, my point is that the opportunities that you get is what people call luck. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're so lucky you got that. You're lucky you got that radio show. But it's like, well, that is lucky that whatever I did before that reached a person that was in a position to offer yes. me that. That is lucky. Like you had no control mm. over mm. who actually saw that. If that makes sense, but I did. But f- you try and... influenced every action that led up to that. Yes. So it's like you did make your own luck by yeah. definition.
2: It's like that is lucky, but I also like tried for two years to make viral content and failed until eventually a couple kicked off then you get the ball rolling but like most people would probably just give up Mm -hmm. most people try something for like a month and go this isn't i'm achieving no immediate success fuck this it's like that's no one if you watch any of those interviews of like how did you make it no one in the first year makes any money in really any field in in a
0: professional sense. professional yeah. sense
2: if it's a business creative thing whatever
0: dude next month like next weekend so we're doing that red bull mm. podcast in form like the formula one next weekend once that invoice gets paid mm. for that job that's the first time i have been ahead in my financial life since i left america
2: really yeah
0: two years it will be the first and it will only be by, like, a few thousand dollars.
2: And this is a very successful podcast This It's one why. of the
0: biggest in Australia.
2: Absolutely. Like,
0: it's fucking... Like, it's, cr- it's crazy. Like, I've been looking at some numbers, like, from work that I've done with other people. I'll get in one hour the downloads that other shows get all the time. Oh, yeah. It's fucking absurd.
2: Like, we had, uh, you know, you don't have to say what numbers you get, but, like, we had... uh A quarter of what you got Mm. the last month it's insane eh? on ours and ours is one also one of the biggest podcasts in the country Mm. like we we're always top 50 top 100 on itunes like every every week and Mm. we only upload two episodes a week but you how many do you upload of this maybe
0: one to two a week right
2: yeah yeah but this is what what you've created here though is the reason why it's successful it's a it's you you're like a very genuine uh person and that's why I always want to come on this show because it's like, yeah, it's cool to promote show on a big platform, but it's like, I kind of just want to catch up with Jason, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like we yeah. always go out for lunch and stuff after, going like, oh yeah, fuck, what's been happening, man? Like, yeah. you know, and and it's just the I what I think you're doing is what I wish everyone was doing. Yeah, this is the right. only place in Australia I can come to where I can come do a cool podcast in a great studio. I wish if I went to Perth, I had a guy there that I could go. Yeah, it will with. though, I reckon man it's we're so we're like playing catch up behind America in this country for like we're 10-15 years behind in podcasting
0: well that's the thing like when I come back from America because the guy that made me start the podcast I'm gonna I'm actually writing a book at the moment that's like yeah that's gonna like chronicle all of this shit because I don't really talk about it that much um it's going to be called gyp- uh, The Gypsy Sales Zero to 100 and so it's the first 100 episodes of the podcast I oh, actually cool. have never even spoke about this on here um, but yeah so it's the first like literally episode yes, one episode
2: has an exclusive it's scoop I mean it's not my scoop but I'm happy to be here <laughs> <laughs> I'm involved
0: <laughs> but yeah so it's like the first uh, 1 to 100 chapters of the yeah. podcast I think we're on fuck you'll be like 94 so we're getting like really close so once the 100's done like that's the cutoff, and basically like Every chapter of the podcast is going to be a chapter of the book, so it's going to be a hundred chapter book.
2: Oh my god, I'm in a book! Yeah, you'll, be, you'll be so you're proud. fucking pumped. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm going to be in a book twice. What, what's the other book? Didn't we do two episodes? Oh yeah. yeah, I'd
0: say I'll combine the combine them, but
2: you'll be in a chapter of the book. Regardless, I would say for mine, flesh it out over three chapters. There's okay, a, we a there, do there's it. a lot here. <laughs> there is a, there is a bit. <laughs> there's <clears throat> cool, of course. You're, obviously, you've had a lot of success in the motocross genre of podcasting, but uh, I think what people really come back for is. Uh, that Luke vibe? Yeah, you know? my charisma and <laughs> charm. Um, literally, people are sitting here going, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I. Like, people are, at this point are just like putting up with me and going, Fuck, I wonder if Jace is going to drop a scoop. <laughs> um, thank God you did. <laughs>
0: Jace, please mention motocross again. I always
2: wonder if I come across as. Likeable on these things. Because I'm so. I think people love honesty. I'm so myself. Like, I'm so 100% Luke Mm -hmm. on everything. Like, this is what I'm like off camera. Oh, fucking oath it is. Yeah. So, like.
0: But that's why he's successful.
2: It's the same with Lewis. Right. But it's like, when I shit on you as a joke, I wonder if people go, man, we like Jace. Fuck this guy.
0: (laughs) Or are people like, yeah, fuck Jace as a joke as well. Dude, we have a a promo code Mm. for one of our sponsors that is fuck Jace. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: not even joking. I feel like such a dickhead for asking now. So is it cool to say fuck Jace? Yeah, man, just use the promo code. (laughs) You'll get 10% off whatever the fuck that's I'm funny. selling. That's, that's a good code. God oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so funny. <laughs> so, you're worried. That's it's like, so man,
2: you must be f- the fucking worst, like, every episode. of Yeah, 100%. That's so funny. It's fucking awesome. Also, maybe people just hate listening to this. <laughs> hey fucking maybe it's like whatever's getting in the views it doesn't matter
0: surely there's someone that fu- I know there's people that think I'm a fuckhead there's people that think everyone's a fuckhead
2: I don't this is what I think about negativity online and we may have even discussed this in the last episode I've talked about it before on podcasts it's like I've never left a bad YouTube comment mm-hmm. never will never disliked a video because what do you get out of that this is what I this is my impression of everyone who dislikes videos on YouTube hmm <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I disagree oh you know what i mean and they think that will get back cop, at the creator cop this cunt yeah they're like <laughs> dude they're i reckon they must go with their mouth that little noise <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a that's how small it is <laughs> yeah. like they think like this will fucking show them
0: I watch. I look at the YouTube comments because... What a
2: waste of time that is. Me, look...
0: Oh, I try and just oh, reply no, no, to no. people. Oh, the dislike thing.
2: Disliking and hating on something.
0: I try and reply to people that have like genuine questions. Oh, of which is, I think is is cool. And the,
2: like I said before, like we put a lot of effort into the YouTube thing. Engaging your community is absolutely not a waste of time. It's very important.
0: Yeah. So I went and uh, I was going through the comments and someone's like... Someone wrote a comment. I was like, there's always one fucking dislike on every one of these videos. And I had literally no idea. Like, that's how much attention I paid to, yeah. like, a liked it. It fucking means nothing. Oh, like, absolutely. Means nothing. It
2: doesn't even hurt the algorithm at all. Like, it, it's still engagement. So, it's actually... It's, it helps. It probably helps. Like, because there's just more clicks happening on the video on YouTube. Would just mm. read that as, like, people are watching. Yeah. Because, like, hate, hated videos go viral. Like, yeah. those Miley Cyrus videos that were getting half likes, half dislikes... They're being recommended to people because there's so much engagement. Yeah. All these people hating on it are the ones responsible for it being successful.
0: Well, the thing that sucked, that video that has 450,000 or whatever it's up to, the one that we yeah. looked at. Dude, you know what fucking, like, I copped, not shit, but I had a few people. I, I actually had, like, hardcore, like, fan listeners that yeah. have listened forever DM me, like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Why? Because I used full clickbait. Like, that was the first video that I've ever intentionally clickbaited. Why hate
2: but, on someone else's success? What was it even called?
0: It, it was called, uh, uh, it was just a video. Travis Pastrana says, Brian Deegan was the real sellout. That was a direct quote from the video. Like, So how was that clickbait? Well, the way that I used the thumbnail, like, he was, like, pointing, and then I used, like, a shitty vi-
2: If you're not doing that in this and age, you're stupid. I think it's stupid that you don't do it more.
0: Yeah, but it's like It's a weird line though Like this guy was right Shout out to him Because he's like Man, I just thought That's not what your
2: shit was about But Joe Rogan I would Everybody say, does I that. would say that's not clickbait Clickbait I would, is if it's false Clickbait is like I burnt my house down And then you light a match In your kitchen And you go <laughs> 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 That's clickbait Because <laughs> that's, 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 that's false advertising It's yeah. not what people clicked for I would say Did the guy call The other guy for Out for selling out? Yeah How is that clickbait?
0: Yeah. No, and that's kind of what I said. But there is like a bit of a- Well, w-
2: screw you for making engaging content that other people enjoyed. Like, yeah. I why, why hate on the someone's thing success? That,
0: the thing that sucks though is like that is the ultimate proof of the algorithm. Right. That's all it is. Like that video still, like I told you it had 300,000 views that's and it had 450. Man. So it's like, it's a fucking juggernaut of a video. It literally helped me pay my rent. Yes. You know, and I'm still behind That's on my I, life, I you know.
2: never get mad like other people go whatever people do to get where they are. Great. Mm. Like, you know, even people, the most obvious example maybe, it's a very mainstream example is people hating on Logan Paul because he came off Vine. Mm. And it's like, oh, he's not a real blah blah. It gives blah. a blah. fuck. Gives a shit, man. He's still there. Have you seen his new videos this year? So good. Mm. Like, yeah, if, i've watched his podcast a tiny bit yes to be honest it's really taken a turn for the better yeah his content it's really engaging fun and it's like watched by older people now and he gets very little hate now just obviously people still kicking around from the whole incident
0: i think it's so hard to hate on like like even this like you you know me too like i'm the exact same on this as i am in real life as well, like the way I talk it's and shit like really that. It's really
2: hard to hate on someone for being them. I was going
0: to say, I'm myself. And it's like, and I know I'm a fucking wanker.
2: Nah. Like, the chess is, doesn't bode well for you. <laughs> but other than that.
0: <laughs> but like everyone's got a bit of a dickhead in them. Oh, like absolutely. we all want, like my dad would say, like my dad's full of these old fucking super wise bogan things to say dad would go is your
2: dad the type of guy who goes hang on might I just gotta wet me whistle and then has a drink okay cool I just wanted to get the (laughs)
0: vibe or he'd go he gives you dinner and goes wrap your laughing gear around that (laughs) (laughs) but he would say and he would say this from such a young age and he's like Jace everyone's got a bit of dickhead in them it's just the amount that varies yep and it's so fucking true and it's like I know I'm a fucking wanker like I've got so much dickhead in me I try my best to not yeah. And it's like maybe the ratio is favorable to not being a dickhead, but the fucking dickhead's still there, yeah. and it comes out probably fucking fifty times an episode. But it's like <laughs> I'm just doing like it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not fucking. I'm not trying to be
2: perfect. But that's why I'm
0: not. That's why it's
2: relatable. Yeah, because everyone's everyone's like can relate. Like oh, well. it's occasionally I say things I regret, <laughs> but you just do it on record. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and even to
0: like not cut the shit out. Like there's so much stuff that I like think about when I'm editing. I'm like, should I
2: look for that bit and cut out where I'm a fucking idiot? And it's like, nah, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. I but used I to think- be, think of, be really conscious of that, of putting myself out there. And now I'm just like, man, yeah, there's already so many regrettable things out there that it's kind of part of the whole thing.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it's just like, it's like, uh, you don't, you don't want to play like a character of yourself, but to other people, you are a character. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a weird thing and like you don't want to play... You don't
2: want to actively concentrate on playing your own character. I was hung up on that for so many years. Really? I reckon even the last year I've just worked out how to properly be myself on yeah. c- in content. I feel like I was trying to be a version of myself or what I thought people would like, which yeah. is not the like that, hard that, that did that. get me a certain level and i think i lost a few people being not that anymore not that i changed that much i just now i'm very brutally honest on my podcast like i'm i'm disgustingly honest to people where mm. i just hurt people's feelings like some even if it's comedians like what do you think of that bit i'm like ah oh, premise was strong punchline shit that's helpful. It is, and it, but it's not how other people would word it. Other people are like, man, I think there's some good stuff in there, you know, like, and they'd dance people around waste it. words. Yeah, but I'm people not. People use too many words. And I used to be the nice guy, like, and I used to say, you know, like, I'm not hating on this person. Like, say if Justin Bieber released a shit song, I'd be like, you know, like, it's good, but it's just, you know, like, I think now I'm like, fuck, that new song was rank. Because that's what I really think. Yeah.
0: The thing is, like, we did this, uh, you know, we watched the races on here. Mm. I, and like, there's this one fucking brand of gear, and I like them. Had it my whole life, but lately that gear's just shit, like in terms of the looks. And I'm like, I don't like it. That gear there, I would never wear that in a trillion years. Mm. Like, and everyone's like, I had like one of my friends from Red Bull go, "Oh, there goes a Thor sponsorship potential." And I was like, Yeah, maybe. Like, it's probably would be smart for them to send me shit that I actually do like. You know what I mean? It's like there's opportunity there, but it's like it's honest. yeah And know, then it makes everything else you say like if you're the dude that likes everything, loves everybody, Jimmy everything's Fallon. great. Yeah, like if you're that guy, I don't believe a goddamn word that comes out of his fucking mouth.
2: Yeah. It's like because there is no honesty. Every guest, "Oh my god, I we love you so much. Thank oh. you. We, uh, you're my, you're my favorite. You're just the best." Throughout the interview, he's yeah. laughing, slapping the table. I'm like, hey man, not everyone's just the best. Yeah, we're
0: just not this happy as like a species. Yeah, it's been proven. <laughs> it's
2: like Matt, you have Instagram influencers on your show. You know, we all know these people are not the best.
0: Mm. That's do- what I love about Jay Leno. Okay, so <coughs> this is why I love Jay Leno. Watched a lot of Jay Leno. Again, well, I'm a baby. Have you? Uh, he <laughs> did a podcast with Rogan that was really cool, mm-hmm. and he just literally talks about. Yeah, didn't like that guy. Didn't like that guy. Was weird when he came on. And it's like, but then it makes me believe all the people that he says he does like. Yes. Like you need that. You need a duality of like fucking yes and no. You can't
2: like everyone. Because,
0: and then you're just like, yeah, it's kind of like just not really believable. But I think to get back to the Logan thing, I think that's why his podcast is doing good. Is because it's like, he's not acting in it anymore. No. He was just a, he was a child YouTube star. Essentially. He was yes. a child actor, really. Yeah. Like his brother literally was a child actor he was for like Nickelodeon or whatever. put out
2: there like in front of he like, put himself out there in front of millions of people and was playing this version of, and he made so much money doing it. And that's why I can't hate on it. No,
0: fuck no. So it's
2: like people go, oh, he was whatever. I'm like, dude, you do what you gotta do. He was trying to make it in LA yeah. as a 18 year old. You would have done the same thing. You've had the same opportunity. Yeah. Well, that's like. Maybe not the suicide for a shit. That was fucked up. But. Dude, everyone does dumb oh, shit, though. I could like, see who, how. Oh, I could 100% see how that happened. I could see how I could do that in well, like a weird world, you know? I think that even if you filmed it and you did the whole idea, I don't think you'd feel comfortable enough uploading it. Mm. But I really mean, think you'd be smart enough to go, even I mean, when you're maybe, 18, yeah. to be like, I don't think I should post this.
0: Mm, maybe. You're to millions right. of people. But everyone's got that potential in them to be a fucking complete moron. Yeah. Like I've done dumb shit. Everyone's done. But the difference is is like it wasn't recorded. Mm. And that that is like you are right actually. There is like a responsibility. Like I try not to do dumb shit now. Like I try harder than ever now not to do dumb shit. Because I just feel like I'd be I could let like way more people down.
2: Right. I, I think even just doing dumb there's a difference between doing dumb shit in your personal life that's why scandals happen like oh this celebrity did this off camera and I'm like oh you know they weren't intending that to be out there but now it is mm, but that's like a good point. he just put it like that's what was fucked up about it. he was like oh, I'm gonna make a video and put that Flicked out there
0: monetization like it was very premeditated yeah it was a bit the whole thing of like good. I don't think you could really hate on anyone for just like doing what it takes and I, I think about that's like a weird line with like even just sex work. Mm. Like, I know a chick that has a fucking private Instagram, a uh, private Snapchat.
2: Like an OnlyFans. Yeah,
0: kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. And she gets paid money by dudes every month and she just does like a bunch of sexual shit to herself mm-hmm. on this Snapchat. And it's like, she fucking loves it, man. Like, she yeah. actually loves Like, it genuinely loves that that is like one of her jobs. And does she.
2: Uh, get a lot of hate from a lot of people around her
0: Oh, I don't know but I think like you could look down on that or you could say like it's it's, there's like an argument for like why that's not acceptable it's a shame she has to do but it's like like she wants to do it I'm like yeah this is like the perspective of it's weird because she has like fun doing like fun she tells me how fun it is and it's like she's a fucking cool
2: person but it's because like to so a lot of people uh, that wouldn't be fun and they they look exactly, down at it because yeah. it's something they're afraid of and yeah. it's like they're putting their own perspective on yeah her life.
0: Yeah, which is then when you talk about like I can't hate on anybody that's doing X, Y, Z to like make it. But it's that's like,
2: also in my perspective of I'm trying to do the same thing exactly. that I can't hate on.
0: Well, you have more perspective than I the guess. average person because yeah, pe- you're kind of going through something like that.
2: People view us all as like... Uh, I'm not saying us all well, like we're grouped in the same thing, but entertainment people view that as like they have their friends, their life, their work, and then they go, "Oh, and no, I'm gonna watch this bloke. I like this bloke talking for an hour or whatever mm. they like." We're not a we're a thing in their life, but we're not like they don't look at it from this is our livelihood. They go, mm. "This is an hour a week for me," yeah. So they don't yeah. give a shit nearly as much as we do, which is why they don't have the same perspective on that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That 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 whole. That whole thing of um, with Logan, I think that because now he's getting to be like himself, and it's like even if he says dumb shit, it's not like an edit that he like cut and pasted and put it in yeah. there and then put it on. It's it's like different when it's an edit. But I, it's like when it's just yeah. a one long thing, and it's like this is him. He's not acting. I feel like it's more acceptable.
2: Do you think that this new version of him, and obviously here's the example we're using, but do you think it takes hitting rock bottom to work out how to probably not give a fucking be yourself because he hit rock mm. bottom like he almost got cancelled YouTube dropped him off their like recommended thing yeah. Google he was receiving hardly any money from Google anymore but isn't it
0: weird though like he's probably saying gnarlier shit now than he ever has absolutely
2: but he was doing it in doing such Stupid Irresponsible things For views There was this video Where he was like Tasering a dead rat That's right And it's like And that was was after the thing Yeah that's That's the bad one He was trying to be like The guy that everyone hated He was trying to steer Into the skit I think was the strategy And that's so weird Because that's like Just not even funny And there's no value In that content at all Mm -hmm. No it's not funny And Yeah I I forget my point But I was just like (laughs) You know like I just think that's now he seems to be going about it like...
0: Well, your point was, did he hit rock bottom? Oh, yeah, he, yeah. I think
2: he did hit rock bottom at that point when he was doing all that shit. And I think he would have taken a good look at himself going, what the fuck am I even doing here?
0: Dude, the thing that, like, in all all honesty, the thing that I've been going through for the last two years with this is just a process of elimination of, like, my own personal insecurities. The more that I audit and vet my own insecurities, mm. the more comfortable I am to be myself and like everything seems to be getting better through just like a really arduous process of like examining what my insecurities are and just like slowly working through the things that I don't like about myself, reconciling those things, being comfortable. And then that then now allows me to feel just better about doing and saying, like, you know what I mean? It makes me feel like I'm being more authentic to myself and then not really caring about, the consequences that come from it if i've decided this is actually me yep and it's like everything has got better because of that process and i think that it's only the podcast like doing the podcast that forced me to do that because i've even had conversations with you about how uncomfortable i feel about a bunch of it you know and it's like slowly just chipping away
2: so uncomfortable when people come up to him in public like we're (laughs) at this music festival together and like you know 18 year old chicks were coming up to me and then like you know 25 year old dudes were coming up to Jace and he goes oh my god look at you can I get a photo and this bro like it's very different vibe very and different. then they're like hey Jace Gypsy tells bro I really like your shit like it shows how much your content really sticks with people I do get that sometimes as well but I often just get bro can I get a selfie you like okay cool do it for the meme yeah and uh but you were afterwards like, oh man, that's so weird. And I was like, why is that weird? And I was like, stop getting... In- you weren't getting annoyed, but I was like, stop being uncomfortable that people mm. like you. Why is this such a harsh reality for you to face? <laughs> it that is fucking weird Perhaps <laughs> in this crazy world, which is this one, people like you and that's not that ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I just think... You have that, a big platform. But there's a thing about, I think especially growing up in Cairns, for sure, like it, the whole tall poppy syndrome. It was like, if you... There definitely was a vibe of like, oh, if you yeah. were trying to get out, if you were trying to do more, if you were trying to, it's like the Brody are the fucking more people, you know, yep. there's that vibe. And you just, I don't know, I feel, and I, I feel like too, if you let yourself indulge too much in that and you drink that fucking Kool-Aid. Mm. Then it's just It is a, But there's got to be a line Of where you can enjoy That
2: interaction as well mate, you know? you're on the Gold Coast now mate You're in a different place but If you're not Trying to be famous here yeah, You're a fuckhead <laughs> <laughs> If you're not a wanker Yeah You don't fit in So really You should just be Renouncing just, yourself into bars I'm quite well known Not famous <laughs> I'm known in some areas
0: I think that the The um, Process of That like that process I'm talking about Of just like going through Those insecurities mm. I think that gets forced upon you. Like when you you hear of like Will Smith, when Will Smith talks, he can say some pretty insightful shit. You hear Brad Pitt will have like a pretty cool quote about something. Fucking Pharrell has a pretty cool way of looking at life. Jay-Z, the thing that I think is that the more people that are aware of your existence, like what you see in people or like people's thoughts of you is just like a reflection of what you put out into the world. And it's right. like this weird subjective mirror. So That's it's why like, I
2: get fucking dumb asses coming up to me all the time. You are what you eat, you know? Like, I ask for that. I get fucking dumb messages on Instagram and I'm like, I deserve this. This is me. <laughs> this is me coming back in the universe going, fuck you. <laughs> I've, I've earned
0: all of this. But it's like, you, you're you like, you You go out to them and then whatever their subjective experience of their own life is, will get reflected back at you. Yeah. So like, if you only so nobody knows you you don't have an Instagram even you're just like it's only your friends know you that's
2: properly off the grid these days that is
0: but there would be people like that
2: yeah, own, They're you'd be like hey fax me bro <laughs> <laughs> send me a page yeah. It'd be on the beeper yeah just like just you send me your owl and I'll send it back <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's like uh, they don't have that many reflections coming back at them True. so it's like and then I think that There's like the internal world of like what you think you are and then your version of how you, you think you're perceived in the external world. So it's like the only way to rationalize that, like the only feedback you get is like these reflections from people around you. So it's like you almost can't get a really deep look at yourself if you've only got a really shallow pool of reflections coming back at you so you think so, about so,
2: hang on so you think we are more <laughs> the word is I guess insightful or have a different perspective because you, lot there's of people just more the, feedback more people the, yeah. yeah it's true like I get feedback every single day about almost everything I do yeah. which is quite odd not many people go about their lives like that exactly. they get feedback from their family about shit they do but I do a thing and then people immediately message me on Instagram going haha or what the fuck or and it doesn't matter if the feedback's positive Bet you're right there's yeah. a lot more feedback a lot of reflections
0: in. and you think about so you think about a guy like uh, Jay-Z mm. maybe one of the most famous People
1: black in men
0: the in the world right so his like I've been listening to a lot of his stuff lately especially around like race and shit like that in America and because it's like I want to know what he thinks about and as it as a white guy from Queensland. You can relate. I you're can like
2: fucking totally right. My brother, <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about the streets, and you're like, I've been to Gillies. Uh, <laughs> I get it. You know, I haven't been to the hood per se, but you know, I've been spearfishing once. <laughs> I just go word <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to everything he says,
0: but it's like you think about him. Like the reflections that he would have had to like the data that he's had to analyze in terms of reflections of like art that he's put out into the world, music that he's put out into the world, lyrics. So like he's thought a thing like and then put it into lyrics and then those lyrics have gone out into the world heard by millions of people that have had their own subjective individual unique experience in life. And then whatever feedback he gets back from that, whether it's like a group thing, an individual thing, yeah. a mob mentality thing, left, right, white, black, he's got so much fucking information to decipher. Yeah. And it's like, he, you, I mean, you can choose to do nothing with that information if you're not a deep thinking person. Exhibit A. <laughs> hey, you're talking to him. <laughs>
2: My and, man. And this explains
0: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that to me is what I think. So that's sort of, I think the process that I've gone through is cause I'd care about balancing that inner yeah. feeling versus that external. That's like literally, I think what life is in a way is like balancing caring to like, some people don't even give a fuck or don't even know that it's there. Or it's like, that's why I think if there's a person that's just not liked by a bunch of people, like I know one dude, I had a fucking thing with him on Instagram this week mm. and it's like, you're completely unaware. Like, you are completely unaware of how many people, like, actually legitimately hate you.
2: And he like, genuinely has no idea. He can't.
0: Like, he can't have an idea and then act the way... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that to me says, like, you, you're not hearing this. Like, you're not hearing all of this feedback yeah, this that you're getting from all of these people. So, there's people out there that just, like, they don't give a fuck. They're on their own deal, True. and it's like whatever matter whatever's going on in their internal world, that's the only voice that matters. Like they're not listening to the other voices.
2: What a wild existence that would be! It being would be. like, oh, I'm spot on every day, and then they like push over an old lady. They were like, "Good call." Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, like there's just so lack of just a real lack of self awareness. That's and that's exactly what it is.
0: But yeah, so it's you
2: know, you know who those guys are. You walk past them in a bar. What the fuck? Yeah That's that guy 100% Is like there's just No one's ever told you that To be good <laughs> mm.
0: No for sure And I wonder then If that comes down to like Because when it, you, you talk about like Face and insecurities It's a fucking weird thing To just like Kind of even fu- For For, a, for a starters They hide in the fucking shadows So it's mm. really hard To even know that they're there Right Yeah And I've have, I've had experiences Like super recently Where I'm like oh, I fucking found one like I found one of you little cunts. And really? you were you were hiding in the dark, you little bastard. Right. And it's like then Like
2: what? Like what are
0: you I think like there was probably an element of um like not really feeling worth success.
2: Right, because you've had success how old are you?
0: Thirty two this year.
2: Later Definitely like later than me or like that mm. I've had it. So like it, it is a foreign thing Because mm-hmm. you're used to like being normal And
0: I've been around famous people forever
2: Yeah but you're used to but being the guy who wasn't Exactly Yeah you've been to LA You've worked on a yeah. pretty big podcast there And
0: and I was around famous people Without being in any way famous But they were my friends And I, and I felt
2: like Well that's why I think That's where that comes from Is you know the other side So therefore mm. you think You think it's weird now to be on the, the other side And the I've seen the side. pitfalls
0: of all the shit too.
2: Yeah, but that's why you don't. That's why he's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like,
0: um, yeah. To then, so like, that
2: would be strange. It
0: is. It to, is to kinda. grow
2: up on the other side and then have it be flipped a little bit later in life. Not that it's that late. Mm. Uh, but see, I think my first video went well, viral. like you grew up like this, no, really. In I mean, a way. not in high school. I wasn't one of those. Like, but as an adult, right? But some yeah. guys I know, like Neil Colhatkar, Josh Wade, and stuff. Like they were big when they were 16. That's mm. weird in high school. Like I think they had a bit of a following when they were 17, 18. Like year 12, they were big online. Mm. That would be super weird because that's when you're, your life is so normal because mm. you're still going to school, yet you've got this whole other world. I only got big the year, about a year after high school, I started mm. blowing up online.
0: But that's what's, that's crazy because like a year after high school, I was working in a brick factory for 12 hour night shifts. You know, But it's
2: not like I was making, Heaps of money, like no, it's just a different. You'll make more money.
0: It's well, but it's just a different experience of, uh, yeah. of like it's a, it's a different way to live your life,
2: like it is. It's such a risk, though. Like I was blowing up online, but I wasn't selling that many tickets the first mm. year. So it's like I really wanted to do this, and it wasn't my full time job yet. And then it only became my full time job when we landed the radio gig in like mm. twenty seventeen. Yeah, but before yeah. that I was working at a golf club and people would recognise me at the golf club do you yeah. know how weird that is being known and I'm picking up go- golf balls off the driving <laughs> range and they're like bro I watch you on YouTube and then they look at what you're doing and they go like why the fuck do I watch him you you on you? YouTube <laughs> like I thought this guy was like in their head they perceive you as like being famous but or, that's or a, well known
0: that's like a weird thing even in itself is again that's that internal external thing because it's like then you doubt like, well, that could cause you to doubt even what you're doing or even, oh, you know what I mean?
2: For, for sure. My boss, who was great at the time, he was like, man, I'm going to give you six months. He's like, and I want you to get the fuck out of here. Like, he was like, you don't you don't want this job. He's like, you want to be doing this. And he knew that. And he was like, man, just, you can keep having shifts for as long as you want, but I want you to be out of here in six months. And I was. That's pretty cool. Like, that was a cool thing. You know, it's weird actually talking about people's perceptions of you. A guy said this to me at the airport, like last week. Came up to me Got a photo And I had like These little shitty $10 Sony headphones In there And it was just Such a great example Of how he perceives me mm. Versus what actually was He took the photo Had a great interaction And then went Huh For some reason I thought you'd be Wearing airpods <laughs> <laughs> And I just had these crappy little headphones in Because I'm like I don't want to lose some stuff And I travel or whatever I do have better headphones But I use them I for editing I fucking do have AirPods Yeah but I use them for editing though. I don't like yeah. to, You know when I'm walking around and stuff You so. do to, to me I know you're cool <laughs> I'm not That's the thing I'm not cool But he, the fact that he thought I was um, Amused yeah. me he, And that was just the, the stupidest thing I've pierced myself Because I thought you'd have AirPods And I'm like what the fuck That's the fucking best Because in his head like, He's like AirPods mean success Oh, for <laughs> sure. 100% they do. That's so stupid. <laughs> uh, no, that's it's crackling. true,
0: buddy. Like, you, you have, like... That's one of the weird things about... Me- like, I love meeting people. I've actually got tomorrow of, well tonight I actually need to text him I got a guy that's listened she to the podcast get your life together man big time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know the fucking half of it um, I got a guy coming on the show tomorrow like to watch the race yeah. he's listened to the podcast for basically two years I've met him a handful of times now mm. fucking lord got not like he's just a regular Aussie yeah. dude and he's flying in to like do the sit down and watch the race with Fuck us tomorrow yeah. you know but like he's a fucking mad dog and it's like but I always wonder, what, like, what version of you do these people want to meet?
2: You, this beat, yeah.
0: But that's what I'm like. Fuck. Sometimes I'm just a. <clears throat> An angry cunt. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm fucking running around flicking my mates in the dick and like <laughs> laughing like a schoolgirl. Yeah, there's so many versions that even I think I have. You should pr-
2: probably pick him up at the airport, flick his cock, see if he likes that version. <laughs> 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 Just poke his, poke the tip. You know, <laughs> Be like, do you like this version? Pop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but there is that sense, and it's probably for you. It's like, tell us a joke.
2: That is that. So that's the dickhead drunk guy you meet out. But the people, I always do think that I'm like. I think about every interaction I have. Like yesterday, I had a really great interaction with a guy at the airport, got a selfie, walking in. Great. He's like, man, I've come to a show. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope to see you this year. He's like, definitely. And I walk away from that interaction. and I go, great. I think I've actually gained a ticket sale there. Yeah. But I sometimes I walk away from an interaction. And I'm like, oh, they may never come back to a show because they now have a different perception of me. Yeah. Them. Like uh, the guy who said the thing about the AirPods. I was like, he'd come to a shows in the past thought I was he's seen me perform in a pretty nice theater you know then then he sees me with $10 headphones at the airport I honestly wonder now when he sees my ad for my show come up if he's gonna go oh he's just a normal guy I'm not gonna go like yeah there is a bit that's not worth 40 bucks to me anymore I wonder now if his perception has changed I do think about that
0: yeah and that's what I mean you've got so many more reflections that come back at you that test your own perception of how you feel about yourself internally and then where you fit into the world that's Uh, like literally you know that's that's been something i've been thinking about so much i
2: think my ticket sales are half half it's like half people are there because they just want to meet me and they watch my videos online and they do enjoy my jokes but they're kind of there because they think i'm famous Mm. and i think what i would love to achieve is just kind of like what hamish and andy have which is they're just like regular aussie Mm. guys who are also happen to be quite well known, and they're great at what they do. I kind of just want to be known like, man, Luke Kidal. He'd have a beer with you mm. after the show, but also like he does theaters. Mm. That's like what I. That's the dream of people going to see me because they just want to be there, and they're like, ah, we. He's like the boy next door, you know. Yeah. I don't would never want to be like that guy who people are going to see him because like, oh my god, like I.
0: But I wonder if that intention is like pure now because of the level that you're at, but it's like. So, like, I would uh, never cha- change. I don't think ever.
2: Yeah, I mean, fuck. You Not think, that I'm like, famous now, but I'm saying if I ever was famous, yeah. with comedy, with I I'm feel doing. like
0: there would be a part like it. Definitely, there's shit that wears on you. Like even like today, I got up and was reading, and I got like fucking forty DMs. Read and like that's the only Instagram notification I have on is right. one, and it was like fuck. You I turn just,
2: off and. Yeah, like i just gotta,
0: i just need to turn like but it gets to that point yeah and then it's like and then i you're reading and i was like fuck i would i normally read for an hour and then i ended up oh, all right, i would like try and get through this shit and it's all like it's actually is important stuff you know like that's just like a method of communication i can't feel like i can't just expect people to be like hey email me email me when it's just like quick yeah. here's a link here's a fucking video here's a photo like shit like that but oh. it's like fuck it's time consuming to, to do it I get
2: so annoyed at people who go oi when are you coming to Perth and I'm like shoot I have a website like never do that to anyone it's the worst <laughs> and I and I tell them because I, I you know what I mean like that's another ticket sale and I'm that's not like I'm selling out huge theatres so I'm like alright it's yeah. only got to be 200 people there I should tell this guy where it is so he comes along and hopefully brings a few friends because yeah. it's like that's I, the hustle I can't be a dick and be like dude fucking check the website even though we do that on podcasts we always pay out people you want to know the dumbest message I received? Yes. and this goes back to the whole thing of sometimes maybe it is what you what you put out you do get back yeah. and apparently I'm the biggest fucking moron in the world <laughs> you're the dumbest apparently <laughs> I'm just the dumbest person going around because I receive so much dumb shit so there's there's two stages of shitty Instagram messages that I hate as a comedian one, we, we did a show on Mackay. Four days later, abusive message. Why the fuck don't you do ever come to Mackay? You ignore regional Australia. It's gross. You only do capital cities. I was like, hey, dude, here's a photo of me there three nights ago at the fucking Bowls Club. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been there. It was a great show. you know. And then they go, oh, sorry, I missed yeah, it. Sorry, man. Yeah, but this one. Well, it's like, level. I'm your biggest fan yeah, and that's go, like, I'm such a big fan but you never come here I was there yesterday yeah and like this year I didn't do a show in Hobart on this tour that I've got coming up you it lose was, your passport why don't you ever come to <laughs> 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 like, why don't you ever come to Hobart I'm like did a show that, there last year not many people came <laughs> so not coming back you know what, <laughs> what I mean like if I don't sell well there I, I lost I think I almost lost money on my show there yeah, I only right. sold 45 tickets it was my worst selling show of a whole tour right and, and then people go, "What the fuck do you come to Hobart? It's like, because I came there and you weren't there. So don't expect me. It's just supply and demand. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, this was the dumbest message I've ever received. So you know how you see the little teaser yeah. before you open it? It just said, bit of a marketing tip, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and I was like, and i I stretch this here we fucking go i was ready to go to war already i was (laughs) like all right i'm gonna yeah i'm doing like stretching (laughs) lewis
0: is like rubbing his shoulders fucking got the boys putting fucking tape on your face and i'm
2: just like all right let's go let's ruin a day because he's ruined mine (laughs) and then he goes, bit of a marketing tip opened it up uh and then he it was like i'm paraphrasing here but it goes like he goes so he goes you would think uh being a comedian like yourself you'd want people to come to your shows true yeah can't argue with the man i went on your website tried to find where you're touring you have literally no dates up there Blah, blah blah i'm like it's fucked i don't know how you expect to sell tickets and then he just went on this whole rant and then he goes why the fuck don't you like he was being like quite aggressive and then he goes he goes why the fuck wouldn't you have tickets on your website and i just went I don't know what fucking website you're on, but if you go to LukeKiddle.com, the only thing on the front page (laughs) is all my tour dates. I was like, I have this thing on my podcast where I tell people to get the straw because they can suck my butt, right? (laughs) So I'm like, dude, don't even get the straw. Get the fucking funnel. Drink my poo. I was like, I can't help you. You need a lick. Like, you know, there's a toilet paper shortage at the moment. I'm like don't need it anymore man because you can lick my ass <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pay you oh, to lick my fuck. shit because that's what you deserve and I can't help you if you've gone to lukekiddle.com I'm not trying to plug my shows but if you've gone to my website right? <laughs> plug your shows it's yeah fine. right if you've gone to my website <laughs> to try and get it it's the, it's there right and here's the thing all the dates are there I liked. I reckon he went to some like lukekiddle.com and it's like an environmental activist and he's what I, I reckon he's gone to a different website if you give up if you
0: want to go to a show and if you give up after like one failed attempt and then and then berate of... the person.
2: That's what blew my mind is like you typed this whole thing. It took
0: longer to type that than it did to just re-Google Luke Kidgel. Yeah. Or go to the Instagram and instead of writing a scathing message. Click on the link. It's in my link bio. in the bio. Yeah. And you know link that. in the bio.
2: Dude, It's drives me crazy. It's like not only did you have the sack on you to type that up motherfucker you hit send <laughs> and that made me so angry that I could sent that so what was the interaction post that I just went oh I cause obviously I'm a human and I give people the benefit of the doubt I saw that as a man attempting comedy I was like there's no way that's serious I was like ha ah, yeah cool man see you at the show that's what I actually thought I wasn't even mad but I first read it I was did like, you write that back to yeah him? I was just like ha ah, cool man see you at the show and he goes how the fuck can I see you at the show I can't get tickets and I went Oh,
0: you know, my new philosophy in life, this fits. This is one of my new little things that I'm trying to live by. You can't coach cunts. I thought you were about to say punch the week. No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you can't.
0: You can't coach people. There's some people that are uncoachable. They're yeah. just fucked.
2: Imagine having a brain that microscopic mm. and waking up every day and it's out there. It is. I would never do that to anyone. I would just Google it and then I'd be like oh, I'm probably the idiot here I'm sure they have made it quite easy I don't I really just don't get it but the ball's like. a bit of a marketing tip for you dot 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 like he's like hey mate done a two year degree in commerce here's a tip and I'm like you know what That if I didn't have my dates on my website that would They're be cool. that would be a good tip yeah hmm. would be But uh, I'm not a moron (laughs) and I do enjoy selling tickets because I enjoy money. (laughs) (laughs) I I, need to do this to live. Yep, and I need to survive.
0: Mm, It made me so angry.
2: Yeah, Do you ever get dumb shit?
0: Not that much. YouTube You definitely do I just get a lot of people Saying I'm a shit interviewer And I'm just like
2: But you're not an interview podcast
0: Yeah I'm like uh, Okay A. Subjective B. Million views in January Yeah
2: (laughs) And B. This is Cunt with a Mic Productions All right, I'm not You're not Jay Leno
0: I didn't do a degree for this No This is just This is my thing I'd give you your money I honestly would give you your money back if you spent any on oh, this,
2: I do that so many. People. Yeah, people, look, oh, like I'll be too late. I'll be two days late in the podcast or a day late. Where's the podcast? And I'm like, oh, check your bank account. Did any money come out? <laughs> nope. Pretty sure it's free. The
0: thing, to there's the no pe- service here. Yeah. I'm
2: doing you the service. If I ever put out a podcast ever again, you are welcome. The fact <laughs> that you get one a week is. So good for you. I'm like, because I'm very funny. (laughs) I'm like, it's a privilege, not a right, (laughs) to hear my thoughts every week. And obviously, I appreciate people who listen and stuff. But it is funny to mock those who complain. I did get.
0: This is the first week where I was like, so I that all that interaction I was talking about, like the comment interaction. That literally all that was was somebody, and like, I'm gonna risk. I'm gonna risk sounding like a fuckwit here for a minute. So this is one of those times where I know I sound like a fuckwit. Yeah. But all that was is a guy that's down here trying to either bring me down to that level yep. or use me to get up to this level. Yeah. And it's like, you know how I know that? Because I've seen it happen when I wasn't fucking anybody. And yeah. I had three hundred people that would fucking look at my like that I know that. I was been around these people. I've been around people trying to do that they fucking want to use somebody else that's like a little bit further ahead or doing something different and they think that they should be at that level and it's like they're getting ignored by that person they don't exist to that person so how do i inject myself into and it's just like come on bro
2: it's just fucking annoying
0: i can see through this like i fucking i'm not playing into this fucking bullshit yeah and again it's that's probably the reason why i'm there
2: yeah, because you're not the guy doing that. <laughs> I'm not that. doing that yeah. shit.
0: I don't want any part of it. Like, yeah. I don't fucking need it. And the only thing that would make me want to engage is my ego. Right. And even me talking about this is probably too much.
2: Oh, yeah. People get so... In, like I feel like half my podcast is me just complaining about the dumb shit that I get sent on a regular basis. <laughs> and it's like that... To, that is annoying Probably to listen to But like it also is funny It's part of my thing I'm just like like On our podcast Luke and Lewis We call them crumbs Right <laughs> Because you flick crumbs Off the bench And then good people Who listen to our podcast Are loaves Right So you have big loaf energy Or big crumb energy uh, And now Our audience Because we talk about How shit people are In general all the time Our audience just Polices itself In the crumb. comment section People like If someone comments Something shit Like oh I can't find the link Hey Crumb, check the site. And Lewis wrote a rap called Check the Site. And then it was just like, it's become a whole thing where we sell crumb stickers now. At like we have like Crumb Free Zone merch and all this shit now. That's fucking Because awesome. we fucking hate crumbs. I love
0: that the thing that I've been thinking about recently with the podcast. Because like, I don't know if you saw some of the video stuff that we did going to New Zealand. Yeah, I watched that stuff. So yeah. it's like, I fucking love that shit. Like, More like vlog type yeah, things. Yeah, it's fun because like, that's what I that's what I enjoy doing like mm. and I'm actually trying to think of I'm um, to the point now where I'm trying to think of projects that I can do at home
2: outside the podcast yeah
0: but it's like kind of integrated so like I'm thinking about I haven't been able to do much is thing. there a
2: motocross scene here no yeah fuck yeah the
0: oh. Australian champion lives just next door oh yeah it's so huge here why can't you film oh uh, like I want to do I want to do some jujitsu stuff because I yeah. haven't been out to train a lot lately that would be interesting well I hurt my fucking shoulder I crashed the bike in Vietnam that was heavy Fucking <laughs> hurt like shit So now But now I've got like Wait, is this recently? Yeah like three weeks ago Fuck,
2: oh. Did you see that? No How fast were you going?
0: Probably like 60 Fucking yeah. was yeah. shit oh. I landed on my fucking face On the dirt On the concrete. Did you like, have a helmet on? Yeah I had a full face It's all scratched Like, So I'd, you know I'd far. do that bike So you would have died It was pretty bad Yeah like I don't know if I would have died But if I hit my face I would have fucked yeah, my face up Yeah if you hadn't had yeah, a helmet on Yeah big time um, And I hit my head pretty hard too But yeah like I just come around a turn And it was raining And I just hit like a bit of diesel or something and i was just like over and i just fucking face planted skidded off the road into a ditch but so i hurt my shoulder but anyway um so when that heals i'm like i'm thinking i do these trips where like i go away because i fucking love that shit that's what that's what i've all that's the thing like with this the reason my film career was good when i was filming dirt bikes is like i loved going away for dirt bikes and then the way to do that for me was just to film like i love doing trips that's why people fucking called me the gypsy like yeah. i loved it and it was such a fun thing but now i'm like i'm thinking because i've been out of train i'm like i should do a trip at home where i like force myself not to leave for a month and i was thinking because i've missed so much training i saw this dude on youtube do 52 jujitsu jitsu classes in one month mm. which would be if you trained once a week that would be a year's worth of training and he was, like, this old dude in the UK. And I was like, fuck, that'd be pretty fun to, like, do that That's here. A, yeah. It'd be, like, 13 classes a week, which is... Manage- like, I've done 13 classes in a week before, but I've so never...
2: So, do you do one in the morning and one at night? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's brutal in your body.
0: Well, I'd do that normally if I'm in, like... If I'm in competitive mode, like, training for mm. a competition that's what i'll aim to do
2: is that a thing you got to build up to though yeah yeah because you can't just go into throw your body into that yeah
0: it takes like it honestly took two years of training to be able to do that and like pull it off because it's just fuck it's so like physically demanding but um but yeah so i actually thought of doing that like because i just i want to now i'm at the point where i like fuck how could I stay home and like not go away because I get requests to go away so much oh, yeah. and it's so hard to say no I to was requests
2: I so reluctant to come back up to the Gold Coast yeah, this just week because I've been away for three weeks in a motorhome with four dudes and I was home for five days I like live with my girlfriend and you've not been there since yeah I have not no. been there since the end of Jan Mm-hmm. And it's like I was there for five days, and now I'm back here for five days. And yeah. it's like, and I'm so excited for the comedy festival because it means I can't leave yeah. for a month.
0: That's exactly what I want to try and do. It's with great. This. Well, but I'm what, still
2: working every night, but at least I'm there
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that's what my thing with this whole, like, what I've been thinking is that I've been doing this film stuff lately. Is like th- what you do and what I do. It's just an art project. Yeah. That's ri- that's all it is. And it's and yeah, like, I
2: hope people care about it. Yeah.
0: That's... Fuck it. All we're doing is like, this is my expression. Yeah, of this like, is
2: what we like doing. We put it out there. Hope you like it.
0: Yeah. Hope you like it, dude. And it's like, you get... I, I feel like the more successful you get, you get given more creative license by yourself in a way. Yeah. So like, that's the crumb thing. And then you can turn oh, it into it. Yeah. It's like, this is just art. All of this is just expression. And like... I wonder now, like my then follow-up question now that I've had that thought is like, why the fuck do I care to do that? Like, what is it in a person that would that wants to make you yourself. want to do this art project?
2: It's way more fun than a nine to five job. That's true. I think as humans, we want to, like everyone wants to. That's why social media is so popular. Normal people who they mm. want to tell their friends what they're doing on the weekend. They post pictures of their food. Like it's a, some weird human instinct where we want to share what we're doing. We're just like social yeah. beings, I yeah. guess. Like, that's so lame. You but go to any cafe, yeah. listen
0: to what anyone is saying at any period of time, fucking 95% chance that a person is talking about their relationship with another person.
2: Yeah. It's that's crazy. why we have relationships. It's why friendships work and fail. And then it's why people come in and out of your life because we're always searching for. Something, a connection. Mm. That's all it is, really. And people look, look to like get, find a connection with us. That's why people relate to this podcast and with with comedy and whatever the art. Like people might look at a painting and mm. and might they might relate or they might go, oh, I've been there. Or that's you know a great painting of a awesome place in Italy it might make someone who's been there really happy because they can mm. connect the time and people yeah, just want to like. Otherwise, honestly, this is like so. It's getting so way above my pay grade this chat but <laughs> isn't what else is the purpose of life yeah
0: like what is the <laughs> why, point? why yeah. are we
2: here other than to like i just think we're here to like have a good time and and find some kind of i don't look for meaning in my life i just look to have fun i feel
0: like you do look for meaning because you're doing like you i feel like i found it yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You're like, you're doing what is your meaning. Yeah,
2: I would be miserable if I wasn't doing this. Mm. So, but that's because I think I've found it. Then if I was taken away, I'd be probably sad. Yeah. But I feel like yeah, everyone's just looking for something to do, really. Yeah. Yeah, and like,
0: that's fucking really what it is, eh? Hey?
2: Because, like, we're kind of just here till, till we're dead. Yeah. There's no reason for us to be here.
0: And even happiness is just chemicals in your brain. Like, you can replicate happiness in your brain via chemicals. So, it's like for example mdma yeah like that is literally you snort that and you have happiness for x like bliss for x amount of hours so it's like if if happiness was what you wanted then you'd do that all the time or you'd take prozac all the time but that's why
2: people who aren't happy with their lives fall into drugs Mm. and stuff a lot more because they're looking for they're looking for the same thing that I'm looking for but I'm getting it in a, different, a different way. way yeah. I'm like getting the, whatever those you know that that whatever I'm searching for has is happening yeah I'm getting it from doing what I love and they don't they're in a situation in where they some people just fall into and many obviously environmental circumstances mm. upbringing all these different things come into life and some people find themselves where they don't want to be and then they to escape they yeah yeah but they're still searching for the same thing it's just a human thing of fuck i want to feel something well i think that's why i go to see the veronicas (laughs) 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 man well i think
0: that the i think the thing is that uh you you sort of don't want happiness in a way because like it's such a fleeting emotion like fuck you could be happy for minutes at a time and then it's gone and then you want it again but you can like there's so much time so much time to, to find happiness know that this podcast causes me unhappiness oh really like just constantly oh yeah like sitting in that fucking chair that fucking chair right. I hate that but chair but would, would you want to be doing anything else with your life no because it's meaning not happiness you know like there's meaning in it right so it's like what you I think that that's one of maybe the problems is that people are looking for happiness instead of meaning
2: I mean I'm that still that makes sense yeah but I'm still looking for both because like even though I don't particularly love editing some of like podcasts and stuff I'm the reason why I'm doing it and working so hard at it is cuz one day I hope that I can just do the thing I like and get someone else pay someone else to mm. do it so like I'm still working I feel like I'm still working towards the end goal mm. which I see as like I just do the things I like and none of the stuff that I'm currently doing I just don't think that that exists exists?
0: no I think that because they're
2: always it's like a bottomless pit yeah
0: yeah there's no finish line it's like I think that every goal that you have in your life is just a mirage yeah it's just this thing in the distance and it's like you either like the fucking sand burning under your feet to walk to get there yep and then just the walk is enough you're like oh it's there I'll fucking you know what I mean because it's like you you get to this point, and like, there's a guy in, um, fucking, oh, I remember it. Um, Please Blow Your Mind is the, or Please Blow My Mind is the podcast in New Zealand. And, uh, he messaged me this morning, said, What's up? Blah, blah, blah. I've been talking to him for probably a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You know, just waiting for the thing that's gonna, and I'm like, Doesn't exist you know yeah. what i mean like there will be a thing that will push it to the next level and you might go from x but then to y you're just
2: gonna want the next thing anyway
0: and there's new problems when you get there yes like i deal with problems on this podcast that he doesn't deal with because he's just small like yep. it's smaller yeah it's true. not he's small that's so a like, terrible way to make that sound but it's a smaller yeah, thing he's,
2: he's veronica
0: Exactly He's a yeah, Veronica He's a,
2: we've got a Veronica
0: Sars podcast <laughs> <laughs> And I'm that Shaq rap song Yeah <laughs> <laughs> But it's like Not to be a dick But you know There's It's like different problems And then The bigger that you get You might not have to do Any of your own editing But you might have to deal With a yeah. fucking PA of That has PMS More and More money More problems e- It's like Exactly
2: The thing But uh I've I, uh, was, I've spoken to a lot of successful people Obviously in the industry That I'm in about this And like Uh I was speaking. It was. I'll never forget. It was just like a really interesting thing. I was speaking to Hamish Blake, uh, mm. from Hamish and Andy, uh, about it one day, and he was talking about Hughesy, uh, like Dave Hughes, yeah, like yeah. one of. Australia, if you don't know from America, arguably Australia's second biggest comedian. I'd say Carl Barron's still number one. So but you
0: reckon Is the second biggest comedian in Australia?
2: Household name wise. Yeah. true Maybe maybe not like ticket sale wise, but like Man, if he put on a show in a pub anywhere, Hughesy could probably fill it. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, Carl well, Barron definitely. Carl Barron's leagues ahead. He is, sales. you know, fucking good. You know, Carl Barron. Oh, you know, we did our show in Cairns the same night as Carl Barron. Really? Well, it's why we sold so shit. I got so many messages going like, boys, why'd you do that? We we didn't know that Carl was in town. Like, you can't yeah. check. I mean, when the tour is booking and you just go, all right, Townsville. Then after that, we need to do Cairns. You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: You're not going. Sense. What's
2: in town? But like. The people who did come to our show were like, "Well, Carl's charging eighty, mate, and you guys were charging thirty-five, so I'm here." Yeah, it's like, "Fuck, well at least we undercut him on price." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Carl's great. But I was talk- talking to Hamish one day, and he was talking about Hughes, and it was just after he bought the the house off the block. Remember when he bought that, Hughes, bought that $3 million house or whatever it was. Really, And uh, after it went on that, that TV show and Hamish said something really interesting and I've spoken to a few people and I, and to me, that's the end goal is like what they have, like they're doing theatres and that's just, that blows my mind. I would love to do that. And when they're in that position, uh, like I still see Hughie. I was like to, Hamish, I was like, man, Hughes still works so hard. Like he rocked up to an open mic last night. There was 20 people there and he did a gig. Like he, I'm often on the same lineup as him. You know he's doing free gigs at the comics lounge on a Tuesday, working on new stuff.
0: Are you going to be doing any next week? Sorry, like we're yeah. in Melbourne, uh, just like a yeah. like any. I might try and come watch one because yeah. I'll be down there from Tuesday to Monday. Yeah, we've doing a few. Fuck, I, I would love to come and do that.
2: Um, and yeah, so uh, uh, and then he, Hamish goes, "Yeah, Dave Hughes is the hardest working person in in this industry." He goes, "I've never met a man." Who's more afraid that it's all going to end tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, I look at Husey and go, mate, it's not going to end. For it. It's yeah. not going to end tomorrow. Like yeah. you could stop being on TV and still do a show in like gimpy and it would sell out. Yeah. Still do a show in Mildura. Everyone will come in 20 years. Yeah. Cause he's just already so well known and he's got that audience. I'm like, dude, you're what? He's like 50 now. He's never, it's not going to end. Hmm. But yet, he's still in his mind, it's like an endless pit. He's like, no, got to get the next thing. Mm -hmm. He's still on doing TV shows. He's doing drive radio. I'm like, dude, you don't have to do this. You're already a millionaire. Yeah. Just ease up, slow down, do what you want to do. But I guess that's what I'll be like. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'd stop, I'll lose it all. Yeah. That's so fucked. Yeah, but it's <laughs> that. But you've
0: got it. It's the process that you've got to enjoy.
2: I know, but I do like to think there's this future where I'm like I'm just can chill out for a bit.
0: I do want that as well.
2: But maybe. There but isn't. so the
0: guy that come on the podcast the last episode we dropped the MMA fighter. Mm. So like his story is fucking so indicative of like literally what we're talking about. So he- what happens
2: once you retire from that?
0: MMA. Yeah. Well, he's already a fucking millionaire from tattooing. Ah, oh, right. So like he he started this uh tattoo shop on the gold coast called fresh ink and it's like one of the it's the biggest shop on the gold coast Mm -hmm. and like he like i've heard he makes fucking crazy money from it, which you would assume that you do from one of the biggest fucking tattoo shops in one of the most heavily tattooed cities in the world yes and it's like he got there and he like had all the money cars crews to do what he wanted and then he goes "Mm, i'm gonna be a fucking professional MMA fighter now Cause it's like he, you need something like you do something to work towards. You need that thing because it's like you get to the goal and then it, the fuck man goalposts just shift. Eh? Yeah. And like my life has been this constant thing of the goal goalposts shifting. Like I've run the fucking my motocross blog and then I did my first podcast in 2007 that I didn't even fucking remember until recently really? someone told me yeah. And it was like and then that shifted to like wanting to do the production work that I did for Red Bull. And then I lived in Hollywood and I was like, I'm going to write scripts and I'm going to like, I want to be a director. And then I directed some commercials and it's like the goalposts just keep shifting based on like what fulfills you at the time, you know?
2: It's so weird that we're all just looking for fulfillment and I wonder what's going to happen when I achieve the fulfillment that I want now but it's even shifted in the last year
0: I was going to say like, it's already would have I did shifted this for you. special
2: last year in Brisbane and uh, it was the biggest room and it might not sound at the time it sounded so big to me and now I'm like oh, I'll probably fill that room again this year like mm. I did like 450 people which is like a pretty big it's in like yeah. a little theater it's a lot of people to come out on one night and pay to see you and I sold it out and we filmed the special now it's on Amazon Prime And, like, you can get off my website. And I never thought, like, if three years ago you'd have been like, you'll have a comedy special that has your name on a a streaming service, I'd be like, well, maybe in 20 years. Yeah. And I've kind of ticked that off. And you probably have already looked at ways you could do it better. Already I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish I had have done this and that. And then then next time I'm like, I feel like now I'm finally ready to actually do it. Mm -hmm. But I don't regret doing it because... Well, that's where you grow. Yeah, then I wouldn't have been able to do the next one. Then the next one would have been just like the one i just did so it's like i was like oh man that could have been better and i'm i'm really proud of it but i know for a fact the next one's going to be three times as good because i would do
0: but the only reason it would be three times as good is because you did the first one yes and i think that that's like you know one of the things i wonder when i have chats with you because we we like live in a bubble in terms of some of the stuff we talk about it's very just yeah, like to our own experience but it's like if you're the average person listening
2: yeah I wonder if this is interesting <laughs> well the
0: thing that you take away from it yeah is that we just do it regardless of the doubt true and that's what so many people that are successful are only successful like there's there's a bunch of people that have no talent that are successful as fuck true both uh, of us could be one of those people we don't know yet
2: yeah but <laughs> we I'll, would think we have a level of talent But but I'd be doing it even if there was no one watching, I like yeah. to think. Even if I had a 9 to 5, I'd be going home and filming videos in, in my bedroom yeah. and putting them out to no one because I think it's just what... Because I always thought in the back of my mind, I think I can make this work. Mm. And even if it wasn't working yet, I'd still have this 1% of faith. I'd be frustrated for mm. sure that it's not working, but I'd... know.
0: But it's like, can it not work? Like, is there anybody out there that is making videos... That you think is talented and just not working? Dude, like, even, it's like, with the whole algorithm thing, like, okay, there's one guy I know for sure that's making videos on YouTube that um, does motocross stuff that's, like, not talented at all. Right. And, like, his videos, on average, if it's, like, a compare, compare, they get more than mine. That's... This. But it's, an you know, you live in a world where it's, like, algorithms make shit work. If you say dumb shit and people comment... But is he consistent?
2: Know. Yeah, well, super, then, and he puts in the work. Exactly, so then there is a skill to that. Yeah. you know how much work it takes to be consistent yeah and I think good on him even though he's no, uh,
0: yeah 100% 100% good on him but yeah. what I'm saying is that people will they have this thing of like you said like if you didn't record that first comedy special because of the doubts you had of your ability to do it the best that you could, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have done a comedy special. No. And, then, and then the next one wouldn't be three times as good. Yeah. It'd just be as... The first comedy special you ever did was going to be as good as the first comedy special exactly. you ever did. It so might just be, fucking it do might
2: it. It might be five, 10% better because I'd be a slightly better comedian in three yep. years. But other than that, I would have shot it the same. And then, yeah, I, you just... That's what my whole thing has been. Like, I wasn't... The first year I did a national tour... Shouldn't have done a national tour It was insane I would had one viral video And I was like oh, I'm going to do a national tour And I booked all these venues And I opened for Lewis on the tour Because he was He started a few years before me So he had this following I didn't So I yeah he just rode his coat Fucking <laughs> 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 Essentially for the first <laughs> two years Yeah And then I started blowing up outside no, I got of, bigger than him and, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and here we are It's so weird He's still bigger than me on YouTube But I'm bigger than him on every other social media But it's I would say we still get very similar you know, we still still love our ticket or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it's not about that. Who gives a shit? So, like, I don't <laughs> I'm care am just, like, this. forcing yeah. fucking fake beef. Yeah, you're forcing uh, me to, uh, like... Sound off in the comments <laughs> if you think that Luke sounds like a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: this all go to Luke Higgins' head? Yeah, but, like... Tune into Gypsy Tales to find out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I used to... I booked this fucking tour, and... I did a show in Newcastle in my first year and was flyering people in the street. Like, I was like, what am I doing here? I ended up getting 23 people in. But I shouldn't have done that. The
0: self-doubt that you must have felt standing on that street would have been disgusting. Getting on
2: a flight when you've sold 11 tickets is insane. I'm like, what am I doing this for? And then I, I ended up selling 100 in Sydney the first year and, like, really not all, like, 40 in Adelaide. Like, pretty bad. I wasn't making much money at all. I was barely breaking even. But I would just, like, be relentless. I would... After I opened for Lewis shows, I'd meet every single person who came to his show and they saw 10 minutes of me at the start. I'd be like, I'm coming back in May. I want to see you there. And I'd be like, talk my... Convince them to come in person.
0: That's fucking cool.
2: But I just hustled. Like to that thing, if you really do want it bad enough, I honestly believe you can just get it done. Then the next tour, the second year, when I probably should have done the first one, I already had 50 people in every state who had seen me before. Then they all bought their friends because I was good the first time. But if I had have waited... No one would have known about me the, the second time if I'd have waited a year. Mm. But I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to throw... I I just threw myself into the deep end. I'd been doing comedy less than two years and I was like, oh, I'm going to tour an hour. Mm. And no other comedian would do that. All these comedians I know are waiting 10 years to do their first hour at the festival because they think they're going to win Best Newcomer. And it's like, mate, in that 10 years, I'll have done eight shows. My, my eighth show is going to shit on your first one if you wait that long like eight hours yeah they've done it who gives a shit mate you're not gonna win best newcomer All right, stop waiting for your big opportunity it's not gonna be handed to you Mm -hmm. I just did it myself I was like fuck it I'm just gonna put on a show and hopefully people come and now it's working out but the first few years whoo
0: but there's brutal that like you saying you saying in Adelaide or whatever I got on a plane and I sold 11 tickets
2: Mm.
0: I wanna hear that story as much as I wanna hear the Kevin Hart story that's like, dude, I defer. I did the fucking O2 arena, you know. Yeah. There's there's validity in both.
2: Yeah, it's it's fucking insane. My parents thought I was nuts. I bet they. I
0: everyone thought you. Were I dropped out idiot. of
2: uni, and my friends, like, I think I actually, I I've, I went back and looked at this the other day because I was like, I wanted to just see how insane I was. I was, I guess the word is delusional, but just so f- had such faith that it was all going to work out, and thank fuck it did. But I was getting. 250, 300 likes on my post promoting my tours. I'm like, I'm coming to all these places. I'm getting 300 likes on a post. Thinking, and I had no other. I wasn't on radio. All these other people who might be getting 300 likes, but they're still selling tickets because they're known Mm. for other reasons. No one knew the fuck I was. There were girls in my high school getting more likes on pictures of their tits. (laughs) Like at the time, they were getting like 500 likes, and I'm just there going like, I am a superstar, and I'm coming to this place. And I believed it, maybe. You I think to. I was hella worried about it. I think I was scared, and I used to- oh, refer- You would have been for sure. I refreshed the ticket sales like every five minutes when I put them on sale, and I'm like, oh, still two more. Yeah. Awesome. It's had-
0: that shit's normal, dude, I reckon. You just- now I don't do
2: that shit, no. obviously, but like-
0: Well, I'd refresh my fucking podcast every time I posted it, and I'd be like, just let's get a couple hundred downloads yeah. on iTunes. And now it's like I was looking through stats, and I'm like- if I don't do 60k a week on fucking iTunes like bad bad like what did you do like 60 fucking thousand and it's like that's that's bigger than Suncorp Stadium you know what I mean and it's like and instead of checking it once every seven minutes Mm. I'm checking that once every week to just like see where we're at you know but it's like everybody would have that self doubt but then there's just like that gear that you've got like the first time I went to America I had $2,000 in my bank account
2: that's insane because a- and flight. I stayed
0: there for three months. That's
2: impressive. Like two thousand Australian, two thousand Aussie go dollars. a long way there. So I mean. my
0: flight got paid for, and I went over there and I stayed for three months. And the first, it was just like, there's just a. I always say like, I've just got a weird relationship with the universe. Like that's what I put it down to.
2: Nah, that's what we're talking about. For there is no such thing as luck and. But stuff. I think
0: that that you put enough out into the universe where yeah. it's like, hey, universe. I'm going to need a fucking hand on yeah. this one because I got 2K in the bank account and I got a return ticket yeah. for three months. But then the universe just tugs And you then off. the universe will just go, come on,
1: come D- here.
0: Don't worry, man, I got come here, you. Come
1: yeah. on, get here.
0: Yeah. Get here, you cheeky bugger. Yeah. Hey, look at you. Fucking, yeah, all right, I get it. But it's like that shit, like the first, I went there, went to press day. Like I literally got, a chick fucking picked me up from the airport that I spoke to on Facebook fucking chat. She picked me up from the... Uh, airport. She was Miss California at the time. She picked me up from the airport. <laughs> Good going. And drove. I was like, "She's like, where you got to go?" And I was like, "Well, I don't have anywhere to stay yet. So, um, can you just drive me to the motocross track that was two hours from LAX?" So I drove to fucking LAX with a stra- uh from LAX with a stranger to the press day for motocross that I didn't have a ticket to or any credit. So and then I unpacked my camera bag. I fucking got my blue vest from the MX Nationals in Australia and I just walked through the fucking security thing, didn't have a ticket with this chick and then just started filming fucking motocross because I was like, that's what I know how to do that's what
2: I know how that's to that's such it. a Hollywood story that's such an LA story like I went there with two thousand dollars in my pocket and a dream and a shitty vest <laughs> like <laughs> that's cool that, and then right like literally but that's right how every story starts because the only people who do are, are successful are the ones who kind of make it exactly it, like it, that's why it's kind of is a bit generic. That's why you think, oh, going to Newcastle with eleven tickets. You think that's interesting? I don't think that is interesting because that's how everyone starts. Yeah. Who's successful? Because yeah. everyone takes dumb risks. That's how they got to where they're gonna be at the time. Insane yeah, thing retarded. to do. You, that's an insane thing for you to do. I did some dumb shit at the start. I could have got myself in a lot of debt, but I just had faith and I made sure it worked. Mm-hmm. I was like, this has to work because I don't want to work in an office job or I. Will be miserable. Forever. And along the
0: way, you just get lucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like you own that luck only presents itself to you. Because
2: you wake up every day and work towards yeah, it. Yeah.
0: You did it. And like, I met a dude to this day is one of my best friends ever. I met him fucking 20 minutes into that. Again, used to like send him my, my edits on fucking Facebook Messenger. He owned the biggest motocross website in the world. And then he's like, where are you staying, dude? And I was like, oh that's the thing (laughs) i don't really have somewhere to stay and then i lived at their place for two months and then like the rest of it was just like with them doing shit and it's like that is that was literally like the foundation for my fucking career like and then three months i spent that three months come home for two months pitched a job like an idea with an aussie team they took me over that dude jay is like
2: do you have a visa at the time
0: i did yeah yeah so yeah i got that visa yeah and then that's when that all started but um you know it's like that it's just this crazy stupid everybody's telling you not to
2: do it it's such a brutal place to try and make it in anything in like going to la is like such an insane thing to do they don't they don't care about anyone else they don't care about australia they're like oh you're from australia cool get in fucking line like this is why it's so hard go over there I've seen comedy is incredibly hard because they've got the comedy store and all this stuff and that's like such a scene that's already they don't need yeah. me you know what I mean they don't yeah. need anyone else they've got enough open markets there I, did I tell you that I went to an open mic at the no. Hollywood Improv on Thanksgiving Eve one time no, and uh, they were like oh we might get on tonight there's only a hundred people here wow and I was like what I was like this is quiet and I was like So it wasn't in people Who wanted to do comedy It was at models Actresses their agents Like just do anything Yeah So just do it They sign up And they like Some people didn't want to do comedy They just wanted to be famous They wanted to do LA There's
0: so much of that there It's
2: insane And mm. I just put my fucking name in the hat Knowing I obviously didn't get picked Because there's 13 people Got picked out of 100 And I just watched It was really interesting To watch these American Open Markers, Three minute spots They're all like Doing all their best shit like to try and hoping there's someone in the room Mm. that notices them
0: and that's the thing is like brutal it's so hard to pick that route and that's like why the way that you and Lewis have done it it's like you, you carve like your own lane in it and you did your own thing yeah because it's like fuck that's really what's required because it's like if you're because the other no version, one else is gonna do it for you well the other version of it is I'm gonna wait eight years to do my hour and try and get best newcomer that's at the,
2: what people are still doing and I'm like what you think you're gonna get a review in the Herald Sun and it's gonna make you a millionaire yeah. what are you talking about fucking hell I get rev- like reviewed by like the thing I don't even like read them mm. who gives a shit three stars four stars it doesn't matter it doesn't affect my ticket sales at all people mm. are coming to see me because they like me from other places. Mm. I think it's insane that people are still actually trying to make it onto the gala at the comedy festival. It's on ABC now. No one watches it. It used to be on Channel 10. People did used to watch it. You probably used to watch the comedy festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be a thing. Like, oh, it's one time of the year where you probably watch comedy. And The now, reason
0: that no one's watching this is because they're fucking spending time on Instagram, yeah, which is and where also, you're putting yeah, your you shit. Yeah, you can
2: just watch shit on YouTube whenever you want now. If you want to watch, there's Netflix specials, but there's still people who are like, oh, I'm going for a gala spot this year i wonder though with those Why? people
0: where it's like what you said before is right like if you want it bad enough you'll do it i think people like that that are like they don't really trying to get in they don't really want it yeah. like honestly because if you wanted it you would just have it it's like i wanted to do the podcast i got it you wanted to do right, comedy yes you got it and it's like that is a brutal thing to realize because i look back at my time in america and i was like i didn't really want it I just wanted to fucking live in America and hang out and with my friends that were there. Did do that, and I did do that. Yeah, like that. I did what I wanted. Yes. And I think that in life, that's kind of what it really yeah. just boils down a lot to. Of like, people you'll just do what you want to do. Oh, you want to be a depressed piece of shit? Like, you want that? Yeah, Some people so will you'll just do
2: that. want to do it socially, and that, um, that's fine. But some people, are like, but they're like, you know, we're trying to, you know, hopefully we'll sell a few more tickets this year. I'm like, you don't really want that. You just want to keep getting free beers at gigs and doing mm-hmm. your 10 that you've been doing for... Which is fine. There's it's nothing wrong with that. I just want more, I guess. And I've always wanted more since the start. Mm. I look used to look around at, like, open mics and be like, this isn't what I want. Mm. But I'm going to be here because this is what I need to do to get where I want. Yeah. But, yeah, so weird.
0: How different is, the, is shit now, just in general, you reckon, for you? Like, have you... Do you have, like... Do you see, like, phases? Like, oh, so it was like this for a while and then it like leveled up to this and then it leveled up to this you know what I mean like you kind of can you visibly see those phases and I it's mean, like what phase are you in now
2: I used to think like oh my god imagine if it's just like that goal shifting thing we talked yeah. about before it's like I used to just like I was like imagine if I could do a show a show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival that would be the dream do that alright now I want to do a show then my next goal after that was sell out this room in Sydney called the Giant Dwarf Theatre It was like 200 seats and I did that I was like okay fuck i and I was ticking off these goals way quicker than I thought I was Mm. going because I was like that's another 10 year goal but I I think that's me having a lot of self doubt going like it will probably take me ages to get there and then obviously I've been that's the thing I feel like I have it it all has happened so quickly I've been doing comedy for 5 years so like that isn't a long time to be doing anything for and and see success from it so I'm very fortunate I'm 23 and I feel like yeah
0: that is crazy yeah. Like, you're fucking doing a lot for a
1: 23-year-old. Yeah, and
2: I Each get to travel all around the country. It's it's the best job ever. And, and I, I'm aware of that. Yeah. I'm not just living in it going like, oh, this, you know. Yeah, there's I, no entitlement there. I definitely, like, know it's cool. And I don't know. That's it. I just think it's cool. But, like... I'm the type of person where I don't get too caught up in it. Like I, nothing better. I'm so excited to go home and get fucking pissed with all my high school mates next week. Yeah. And get roasted. Like, and that's the most humbling shit ever. You go back and they, they all go. Yeah. Like you're doing really well and stuff. Thank you. Fuck.
0: Well, the funny thing is, is like, I love that. It doesn't matter. Like none of this matters. Like even for me to say like how much, like the numbers wise we did in January. It's like that mattered to you for like three minutes. And yeah. it was like we talked... But it's like it literally changes nothing. Mm. And I can tell you now that my bank account still didn't change. You know, it's like...
2: It does change slightly if it's oh, consistent.
0: I, well, the YouTube thing definitely changed. Like that helped. But even that was like two grand. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. You know, but it's like nothing really changed. Like the, You could call that... Well, that is by definition like commercial success. Right. to like go from X to Y and it'd be a big change like that's a commercial but like literally nothing else change, like yeah. nothing well that's changes.
2: what well, to answer your question about what phase I mean I have have been through you're right a bunch of phases where the first phase was like I want to achieve validation from I want I want other people to be aware of my comedy and then I ticked that off then the next phase was like oh I think I want I always wanted to do radio because I loved Hamish and Andy growing up mm. and then I was put in the position where we were doing podcasts already because again just did it myself recording our own shit in our backyard. I did this live bird watching podcast. So this dumb in joke on my podcast where uh only like two thousand people listened to my podcast at the time and we're trying to find this pigeon that called Peter Pigeon. It didn't exist. Uh, there was no pigeon, but I was just started talking about this fat bird that I saw once and then I did this live bird watching podcast. A free event that anyone could show up to and I was like, there might be ten people there. To watching Lewis and I find a bird at the Yarra River 70 people showed up Wow! Oh, yeah. And that was before I'd done a show And I was like, holy shit and I but, could
0: do comedy to these people
2: Yeah, and, I was, and then that year I did the show and stuff But I was like, 70 people watch, rocked up Knowing there wasn't a real bird to find <sighs> And they're just like, people are bringing bird seed Getting in on this dumb in-joke One of the stupidest things We then sent that to the radio station L- Lewis and I did that That's one of the reasons why we got the show But we only... Everyone's like, how the fuck do you get a radio show? That's bullshit that Luke and Lewis have a radio show. They're just big online. That's unfair. It's like, no, we ran out to the Yarra River for no reason and did this dumb thing. People came to it. The radio station saw that and were like, well, fuck. That's that's what these drive shows are doing and not as many people are showing up. Yeah, yeah. Like that is like Hamish and Andy. Obviously, a lot of people come to their events that they do. But some drive shows do like, we're down here at Flinders Street Station. Come say hi. No one's coming to say hi. Yeah. But like Amy I, Shark would be there. Of, of course. course she, and she told me to tell you as well. <laughs> as she said hi. But um so yeah that's how we got the radio thing. Then I achieved commercial success, I guess, or what I thought I wanted, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm doing my dream job. I'm doing stand up. I love this. And I'm doing radio. My two things I've wanted to do since I was a kid." Hmm. I was in the same building as Hamish and Andy, Will we Peers, for like that was when they were finishing up on radio. And then after that, I realized once you get in the industry, I'm like, ah, oh, this wasn't selling me any more, any more tickets at shows. Yeah. And you realize the more you, again, but you've got to experience those things to know what you want. If I hadn't have got radio, I'd probably still want to do that. Mm. But now we've quit radio. We're doing this podcast. I don't know what's next. I don't know what I want I at think the you kind
0: of stop caring.
2: In a little a way. bit. I just,
0: you just know what it takes to just keep the ball rolling. But I
2: don't know what I want next. There is no, the new phase is now I'm trying to work out. I want to keep doing stand up. Yeah. I don't particularly want to do another special yet. Do you like acting? No, I've never I people always say I think I'm terrible at it. People say like you could be I'm one good. of the shit
0: actors in neighbors for sure. I don't want to do that at all because <laughs>
2: I don't want to get given a script that someone else has written. Yeah. I would true. do like a comedy show. Um that's the thing I don't like even like shows like have you been paying attention? I don't really have any interest. I have more interest in doing that cuz it's me. I could mm-hmm. be me on there, but I'm just doing what I'm doing. I really like. I'm a, the first time in my life where I'm comfortable, and that's that's the thing that scares me. Mm. I'm really happy. I'm doing what I want. The money's fine, I'm not killing it, but it's you know. I guess yeah. maybe the goal is we, we the next goal for us is do what you have and build our own proper studio. Yeah. We're currently doing it out of a warehouse, so we're gonna try and get a uh, space. And the, the the main goal of the the past year has just been building a business like yeah making it a legitimate business we're making a business yeah. like we have two employees now we're probably going to get a third um, and that's probably the next step but nothing really changes from an outsider so people probably think oh Luke hasn't switched up in a while but it's like no, nah, I'm just working yeah. on internal shit that you don't see but it increases the production value of all the content we're doing Yeah, so it's like just employing people and that I don't particularly enjoy that stuff running a business why is that saying so that?
0: yeah so, hang on they're saying it's running out the thing that you were saying about like your next steps to stu- build a studio
2: yeah I think just focus on the on the business yeah. side of things it sounds kind of greedy and there's never been about that but I think the next step is to actually try and monetize what I do a little bit more because it was the the first five years was always just about growing growing next thing next thing and now it's like I've got a little I'm not that big by the way like I'd still love to get keep growing mm. you know but I'm at a phase where I'm now not desperately trying to I'm not trying to do things for views. I'm just doing the content that I really like. I've started yeah. up these little vlogs on my YouTube channel that people seem to really like. They get a little bit less views, but I fucking love doing them way more. Yeah. It's just me and my friends having fun. Like, we film ourselves getting pissed. I don't just upload, like, me just getting pissed and, like, not all that, but it's just, like, me having fun with my friends. Yeah. And it's... Again, it's this new thing where it's taken me so many years to be comfortable with that, just being myself. And, like, I use if I go back and watch my old videos now and I just cringe, I'm like, Oh my God, I was pretending to like be this guy. I used to talk with a deeper voice on my YouTube channel. And really? I was like, I don't talk like that. Did I ever talk like that? Yeah. It's like, I used to have yeah. a video voice. Yeah. And that's what I was saying before. Yeah. Like
0: it's real hard. Like when, uh, we put up the video with my buddy, Tyler, he come over and we did like that New Zealand trip and stuff. Yeah. I went back and, um, found the video that was ten years ago that we did because it was like a ten year reunion thing and I talked in that. And then Just different. my buddy Shane that he's only known me for like three years, like since I've been doing jujitsu. And uh, and he said he's like, dude, you sound the same.
2: Oh really? That's and good. That
0: made that actually did make me feel good because that's like the only time I was ever really recorded on camera. Like we didn't even have a camera as a kid. Yeah. So like to actually hear the way That's, that I was like, fuck, that makes me feel good that I just, I yeah. feel like I never, I, I. it made me feel like I was being genuine even yeah. 10 years ago, you know?
2: I think the only reason why I struggled with that, and by the way, I don't cringe that hard. Like, I'm still proud of all the stuff I did. I don't regret anything that I've put out there and it's still funny, like the really good jokes and stuff and all these old videos, but I just like, what, the thing now is like, I think I've reached a thing where I'm like, I'm actually quite comfortable just being myself and yeah. I, and I don't really care because it's got, me to a certain point mm-hmm. so now I am comfortable with being myself have got trust in it yeah. I've got trust in that that's working so there's no reason to stop it but I think f- for the bit where you're not achieving great amounts of success it makes you think about is this what people want should yeah. be something else should I be another version of me and
0: I think ultimately that the took years to figure out
2: and I think it takes a bit of success as well to be comfortable in being yourself
0: well and I think that the the only people that end up getting quote unquote success are the people that end up letting go yeah. and being themselves. The, there wouldn't be, I mean, except for maybe like the Jimmy Fallon thing, it's like he's just found a character yeah. and that's his character that and works. that's what it was. Wor- you know, there probably is a bit of that in more traditional senses of the word. But I don't think that there's anyone on the internet. Not
2: in this world. Yeah. People want authenticity.
0: Especially doing the podcast. Oh, yeah.
2: You can't hide who you are for three hours at a time.
0: Bro, like, I've got thousands of hours now of this. Like, 100 episodes. Well, 300 hours of, you know what I mean? Content of, like, what? Well, it's 129 episodes of YouTube, uh, iTunes shit. Shit. It's like,
2: that's so many hours
0: of, like, if I was being fake everyone would know by now because
2: you don't cut to commercial like there's Never. no hard, i went to watch a taping of jimmy fallon when i went to new york oh yeah and um and i had this story at the end of my special about the it's called the kesha story yeah i yeah, won't yeah. spoil it but yeah, i yeah. bumped into kesha literally bumped into kesha backstage and uh and dude it was so he was quite different yeah I bet. but he was really genuine to the crowd like he was like he was doing q a's while the thing i was setting up he's like oh what do you want to know about the show and like he's one of those famous people in the world and he's just like standing like 20 meters away going like yep anyone else have a question you mate or yeah. whatever and like i was just i was pretty impressed with what he was like off camera but then as soon as he turned on he's like all right we're back yeah. the tonight show welcome and yeah and i was like oh this is a character yeah but don't you
0: think that he'd do way better But, I mean, fuck better. He's making millions and millions of dollars. James
2: Corden seems like he's pretty himself on that show. I like that one a lot more. Maybe that's why some people like Jimmy Kimmel because I don't particularly like it, but he's definitely more him. Fallon seems like the only one that's really hamming it up.
0: Yeah. That's also the most successful one. I was going to say, yeah, he's the one that works. That that whole, like, James Corden thing, there was some, like, uh, who was it that did? It was Bill Maher did that bit about like obesity and he like kind of read like a monologue and then everyone fucking bashed him for it. And J and Corden was one of the guys that bashed him for it. And like saying like, you're fat shaming and this and that. And he's like, you know what? I was disappointed because like he went for the easy thing and like, because he's kind of overweight and all these, you know, he stood up and he's like, fuck man. Like, I know you're trying to be healthier. It's like, why didn't, why couldn't you do the unpopular thing? And just come out and say, you know what? He's fucking right. We all should lose a bit of weight, yeah, because it's unhealthy. We know, right? Heart disease, fucking blah blah, like all the shit. And it's like he didn't, didn't step out and do that. Yeah. And it's like I wonder when you see shit like that, is like how genuine are those people really? It's like he probably is quite genuine and on his show, but But like there is it comes down to it. There's like a level of like. I feel like let's use like joe rogan for example i feel like he would always tell you exactly how he feels on the matter whether it's and it's probably because the format in which he's in all of his answers are probably there in his show mm. so like if you pose him with it you know you hit him with a question he's probably already answered it at some point and True. it's like and it'd be the same with me like if someone asked me about a, a writer that i've you know, you watch them race or this and that. Or like, you, you've got to be accountable when you're on shows like this because, yeah. like, you say so much shit, so much yeah, shit. Yeah. Do
2: you ever like uh get worried that a you repeat stuff and b like you just you do say the wrong like Have you ever mm. said the wrong thing where people put you up on it, and being like, "Well, that's bullshit," or like no, about well, that's someone? Like,
0: that is. Nah, the, I I do. I'm pretty careful, yeah, about that, those sorts of things. There's definitely been shit that I've said too much of. But a I, thing. I think
2: there's not anything wrong with saying the wrong thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it means it's like what is what you're thinking, and like, yeah. people in, in the public eye, like these Tonight Show hosts, they never say the wrong thing, and they that's can't what's boring because it's about scripted.
0: It. Yeah, but yeah, I think that I've said I've definitely said too much about things, right? Where it's like, I mean, that's like for like that it was about other people, and it's like I i'm a person that's had access to a lot of like super behind the curtains information It's like try to be respectful of the people i know things not know things about but i've been around a lot of situations and then it's like to me if i'm with my friends i would just tell them you know what i mean i'm not like i don't want to place like the fucking secret keeper to people like that shouldn't really be my business but when it's on like a public platform Mm. and it's like people are searching for any bits of information they can find about athletes or whatever yeah. then it's like if you're just saying shit it's like that's not on me to say that shit you know yes. like even people that i've got problems with i'm like it's i'm not, not your... saying why yeah like yeah. it's not that's not on me like this isn't what it's for i'm not trying to be tmz yeah 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 you don't want to so i think that that would be the only thing where i'm like ah, i probably said too much about okay that. yeah but in terms of like, I've said heaps of fucking dumb shit.
2: I think the only person I've said too much about is myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah, because I just like really have no filter, and I just go, "Oh, this is a funny thing that happened." Once, and afterwards, I'm like, "Fuck, that mm. shouldn't have been ever shared."
0: The it's funny the way that um, like I'm in the exact same position basically. Like even Red Bull, like we're doing that Formula One thing, and they're like, "How do you want to integrate Gypsy Tales into the show?" And I'm like, "Fuck Gypsy Tales," like i don't really need to integrate the show like i'm getting more views than i actually know how to monetize like i'm not making enough money off this right based off what it is now like i need to figure out my business like i need to make it work well better. that's
2: that's the next step for me is it, figuring w- out all the stuff exactly. Is properly monetizing all your avenues and yeah and then that takes away from being a comedian which has never was never the goal but it's also part of life cuz it's I, like, so necessary. Like I've been doing the whole yeah, just working hard towards this big end goal and then I now I'm like god, it would be good to maybe buy a house one day. Yeah. And when I never used to think about that at all. Now yeah. I've started renting and I'm like, oh jeez, the money just goes. Huh? Fucking doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So but now it's a little more focus on that while yeah. also continually trying to juggle growing your business as well. It's a hard thing. Yeah.
0: Well, like now my my thing is yeah is that exact thing i like let's just figure out how to like make this work like it's doing well enough to work and it's like but i'm always behind but the reason i'm behind i put the i chose to do things backwards in terms of you guys because well probably based on the fact that i didn't think that i had any talent for doing it but i my whole thing for the podcast was like if you look at any fucking guest that's on joe rogan mm-hmm. and you saw that purple curtain behind him and the mic arm and then the particular, you just knew that was the room that was that was it you yeah. know and it that was probably the most recognized podcast room on the planet yeah and to me i was like there isn't that room isn't in australia that was nah. like the whole thing for the podcast like that room doesn't exist here nah. so like my i was like i'm just going to build that room
2: yeah do you think you can so obviously with what Joe Rogan's done is he started off with a lot of essentially the podcast was I think back in the day UFC people and comedians and then comedians do you think you can branch out of motocross mm. obviously you get me on who's a comedian but like you've you got a couple of other but only a handful of other comedians on I saw you had uh, Lane who's a rapper on yeah do you get other types of guests on here Outside of the, the motocross world now, yeah, and do the episodes perform? Yeah, just as well? everything does just
0: as good now. Oh, really? Yeah, there's because like back
2: when I came in last time, you were like, oh, it just it spikes for motocross topics and then goes yeah. down.
0: Yeah. yeah, the last few months, it's been so much more. Well, that's like, great because yeah. that means
2: you w- that is achieving the goal because I think it would have taken Joe Rogan years to get out of the whole UFC thing. Now he yeah. can have. Fucking not even a famous person. That's what I like about some of those podcasts. It's like, here's a creativity expert. Here's a professor who worked at Thingo, and it's just as interesting just because they don't have a platform that Joe Rogan's giving them the thing. I think that's the success. Like, I I don't listen to his podcast that much, but I know he's had episodes with like people who have done these crazy scuba diving things. And is that something you want to work towards on here? Yeah. Just getting interesting people?
0: Yeah. I just enjoy, like, that would be my. That would be like what I say this is. I just try and talk to interesting people. And it's like the people I have access to are more than, like, more often than not. Motocross Motocross people. people, And my friends are motocross people. Well, that's the world that you live in. Yes. And it's
2: like still, Joe Rogan talks about fighting a lot. There's nothing's changed. It's just like, you are what you are. You know, I don't particularly enjoy the parts of his podcast where he talks about UFC because I'm not that into it. But it doesn't mean I don't enjoy. There's. You can take away a lot more than just yeah two dudes talk about fucking Oh, riding. and, like,
0: I don't really, when the motocross people are on, like, you don't even, I don't do you really talk about, talk life? about that much because, yeah. like, I don't care about that much. Like, the times I talk about racing are when we watch the races. Yeah. Because it's like, but that's exactly what we do with my, like, I do that with my friends yeah, just anyway. just put in on record. Like, my friend Cam that's coming in here tomorrow, he's uh, coming up from Noosa. Maybe has 300 followers on Instagram. He's doing the podcast. I don't yeah. give a fuck. These, These are, you just know it'll be a good episode. Yeah, I know, because, like, we've watched hundreds and hundreds of races together. Right. And, like, exactly how we'll talk tomorrow is exactly what you'd hear if we watched it at my house instead of the studio. right? And it's, like, that... Yeah, it's the, the interesting people. Like, Josh Kuhn, like, he he owned the big tattoo shop. Now he's transitioning into MMA. Like That's an interesting story. It's just a good story. And it's, like, I think over time it will thicken out like i've been um i've reached out to mad men films they do like a bunch of the big aussie films in australia like that and so i reached out to them and i was like hey this movie coming out send someone on to promote it like i would like to be like that and i think that
2: it will get to that point i just think you are so underrated like i think you have one of the most underrated podcasts obviously in the country yeah it's just like (laughs) like What are are you on, like, in the top 100 on iTunes and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like... I think the
0: highest we've been is, like, 20th overall. You
2: know why? Because I just look in the comedy section, so I don't live that well. But, like, you're probably not under the comedy section, so I'm just, like, don't see it. But it's I think it's insane. When I heard about this and I saw you, when you hit me up originally on Instagram... I was shocked that a podcast in Australia had 10,000 followers on Instagram. Mm. That blew my fucking mind. Like, we have like 9,000 followers and we thought, I was like, oh, well, that's because we're big online. And I was that's like,
0: what's crazy about this though that I really do, oh, like, that's one thing I am proud of. This came from literally nothing. I know, that's like, why I'm literally impressed. nothing.
2: Like, that's insane because like, where Lewis and I are big outside of individually on our own right, we're a lot more you know he's yeah. got ha- almost half a million youtube i got like three hundred thousand facebook what a lot of followers over a bunch of different social media the only reason why people listen yeah. to the podcast is because they know us from there yeah but people just listen to this because they listen to this yeah, which is crazy, the, the yeah. best
0: yeah and that's hard as fuck to build so hard like real and but the thing is like i had great people on but i've had access to those people through like i did earn that access as well but i think it will get to that and like i try not to even care about it like that's one of the big comments on youtube a lot of people like because the studio looks so good the thumbnails look so good the audio sounds so but that's like that's my gig that was my thing like i am a producer and you know what i mean yeah
2: also if it wasn't good it wouldn't be as successful because no one likes watching a grainy piece of shit footage of people talk for hours
0: and and again it's an art project thing like when you're a creative person like you you know i like to do the that sort of art side of it but yeah that's one of the things people are like how is this show not bigger it's like who cares
2: just yeah. enjoy it. who cares it's like enjoy you know it. you know why it's like, i always say that when people go man you're so underrated how do you know more subscribers i'm like because you haven't told eight of your friends about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's simple and they haven't told eight of theirs and that's <laughs> why if you really want to know, like, oh, wasn't this more successful? It's like because you listen to this and not not talk about it with anyone. If mm-hmm. you tell someone, hey, we double as big. If everyone told someone, one person,
0: twice as big instantly. Yeah. yeah. So
2: hey, if you listen to this podcast, tell a person. Tell a, person. <laughs> tell a friend. Tell a friend. Word <laughs> tell of a mouth. stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Just yell it in a megaphone. And you listen a- to Gypsy Tales.
0: No, fuck you, yeah, walk and
2: all, off. And also, Amy Shark says, "Huh." Um, <laughs> and that's it.
0: But uh, yeah, that, there's there's a thing too that like I think is a good perspective to have in like our position or like anyone's position, is like your future self will always look back on any period of time with like fond memories
2: or a slight amount of cringe and regret. But that's good because mm, that means you grew. you've grown. Yeah. yeah. If you if you look back on yourself, like. 10 years ago And be like I was killing it That mm-hmm. sucks That means you Are worse now
0: Yeah true You should Suck
2: You in should your past. be like wine You should get better with age Yeah Everyone is a human being I'd agree with that Like people are like Dude imagine being like Benji Madden right now that, That's the lead singer Of Good Charlotte right He's de- He's he married must, to Fucking uh, Cameron Diaz I know
0: Benji He's actually a nice guy What Yeah I was with him like a year ago here
2: okay I feel bad for shitting on him but no I'm not shitting on him I <laughs> no, love Gujar like, I really like him but I'm saying you're right
0: the peak of that But I I mean I his don't...
2: career but he's probably a better person yeah now.
0: I was gonna say like knowing like that's the difference though I reckon is that uh, you get guys where like yeah their career was like massive and it's like a moment and you can live like that's a big thing with athletes that's why you see a lot of like depression in athletes because like people haven't reconciled like they're at their peak and then it's like... Well, it's not going to last forever. And it doesn't last yeah. forever. And then they don't prepare themselves for yeah. that. And I think that there was quite a bit of that with like Benji because he had like a big drug problem and shit oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah.
2: It's like you can't have a mohawk as a grown man and be also thinking about your future. It doesn't <laughs> exist. That's such a in-the-present move. You can't be like, hang on. Just like imagine... Benji we're gonna go to the airport and he's like just gelling up his hair and looking at himself in the eye while he's doing it and being like what a good decision this is (laughs) this is a good idea in 10 years I will look back on this gelling moment (laughs) and look back on this period of my life fondly fuck no
0: Green Day probably the same thing
2: I mean yeah the eyeliner regrettable yeah but you know now I'm sure they're just guys with kids going like well it was at the time we thought it was cool but uh hang on i want to know more about this Benji. why who's okay who's the most famous person you've ever met um, now i'm intrigued
0: fuck i don't even know who the most famous <laughs> it's like benji madden <laughs> uh, i don't man i've had like some weird experiences with like famous people so like for example um oh post malone would be the most i'd say oh, yeah
1: fuck, okay
0: man. have you like hung out before he was post Malone, right? Yeah, yeah. Austin, That's weird. I called him Austin. Like, when how did you know him? Didn't I? Still don't. know. I wouldn't. But say like, how name. did you come? Oh, in contact Justin with him? Bieber, probably the most famous. You've person. been in a room with Justin Bieber. No, I have Facetimed Justin Bieber. Why? It was just a weird fucking. I was playing golf with uh, this guy by the name of Ryan Good, and he was, um, yeah, he's like, what was he called? Like his fashion coach or. He had, like, a weird name for this guy. Basically, like, Ryan's, like, this super good Christian dude, like, cool as fuck, great kind of role. Like, everybody likes Ryan. And I think that um, when Bieber started to, like, get... As big as he did They were like We need a guy That's like around him That's like a good Moral compass Kind of like yeah. Big brother figure So they gave him This thing as like Style coach or whatever
2: Because yeah, he was pissing In buckets for a bit And filming it and No Ryan this makes... was when He was like
0: young young Oh uh, like, well they He fucked up Yeah so he just They lost yeah, touch obviously He didn't do a good job <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: you know. But yeah so I used to be Mates with Well I guess I'm still Mates with Ryan But right. um, yeah we are Playing golf one day And Beaver FaceTimed
2: That's so odd
0: Yeah but then There was like Fuck man, like a ton of that but that's Hollywood, right? Like there's a ton that's of so weird. Hollywood. Like I got Skrillex arrested.
2: What? <laughs>
0: Inadvertently. Yeah. I'm like, so we, we used to have a place on Fountain and uh La Cienega and Sunset like where the like where the comedy you can't
2: shave half your head and make dubstep music for a living and not expect people to have a problem with you (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a rule in life (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like riding my bike and i get to the
0: lights like where i'd go down the elevator walk down the stairs with my bike go and there's a satellite. so i was just trying to go to like get fucking food and anyway skrillex pulls up next to me at the lights and he was playing like his he, own
2: music like banger rank
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh so he's at the lights i can't remember what sounds song like it was. fucking optimus
2: prime having an orgy dude
0: i do remember what song it was it was fucking mask off by future okay fucking banger right, right? you hear that he he was in a tesla had the windows down and i was just like I was did like, you
2: know it was skrillex yeah
0: fucking oath. he didn't know me obviously yeah. and i was like fucking turn that shit up so then he just cranked this kind had like a fucking million dollar stereo on his Tesla. Ooh, like oh so you started. didn't
2: mean to get him arrested. No, fuck I no. thought you meant you called the cops some Skrillex. That's no, where I no, thought this story I, was going. No, you so were like,
0: fuck that guy. So I'm at the lights, right? And then I'm telling him to like crank this music up and I was like, fucking turn that shit up. And then he was like and I was like, no, it's go And then it was like doo
1: doo doo
0: and then anyway turns right there's a fucking cop car Woo. right there dude <laughs> fucking whoop whoop and I was just like oh fuck and he just drove I off I just rode off <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I was like whatever I'm hungry uh. so I I ride off I come back to the fucking to my apartment where uh, my buddy's apartment where I was living I get back he's got KTLA news on and like the news is like he's like check this out dude Skrillex is being arrested like, <laughs> 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 right on our corner.
2: And you were like, what? No way. I was like,
0: oh, fuck, dude, what? Probably for music, eh? <laughs>
2: Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so good.
0: Yeah, so that... Oh, fuck. You probably that's,
2: ruined his career. Like, that, he hasn't made a good song in years. Maybe,
0: fuck. But, um, yeah. No, I used to meet tons of people over there. But, like, it was pretty, pretty fucking... It's just a cool place to be for, like, that shit. But, like, weird experiences, man. Like, the Post Malone thing, we were at Warp Tour, and, uh we were just like filming with the band and then he walked in and then he knew the singer of the band that we were with wait who's this again uh, Post Malone oh okay yeah and he's like hey man I'm Austin and
2: oh, I was cool. like hey dude
0: and then I just like walked to I feel like my, you
2: two would get along
0: oh fuck maybe but yeah, yeah he's I, both
2: chillers, you know.
0: <laughs> Smoke some weed together. Yeah, both both got chiller vibes. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, you're like oh
2: chest tap, we'll face tap, but you same know shit. same shit, both regrettable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he arguably more. Yeah, um, dude, the most regrettable would be Little Xan.
2: What's he got on his face?
0: Have you never look up Lil Zan on Instagram right now?
2: I know who he is. He's that guy. Just he's fucked. Fuck yeah, you go.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, so I I like walked. We yeah had that like hey man, and then I had I just had shit to do. So, like, I just sat down at the laptop and he was talking to the boys for a bit and then that was, that was
2: oh, it. Oh, God bad, damn. Bad day. Eh? It's like Post Malone if he was a child that didn't have anyone around him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is like a character. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's a real guy that exists. Yeah. There's a dude... How old is he? S- oh, fuck,
0: 20-something. Crazy, man. He was with Noah Cyrus. I think they had, like, a fake relationship.
2: Who's that? What
0: is this? That's all my info. There we go. Um, Noah Cyrus. That's Miley Cyrus's sister. I think it was like a bit Did of no, a, shit, a sister. Yeah, industry plant kind of deal. But um,
2: yeah. Lil Zan. Imagine still calling yourself a Lil and being like, the only good Lil is Lil Dicky. He's and the fuck. He's the. Man. Uh, but that that's the only. Okay, but all right, but I maybe I'm just done it Lil to rap Wayne. music. <laughs> yeah, but even still, I would argue Lil Wayne, like, not the pinnacle of rap. Oh, uh, at one point, I reckon, for sure. Really? Uh, oh,
0: dude, at one point, Lil Wayne was the pinnacle. I think Lil Jon
2: just ruined it for all the
0: Lils. Yeah, the Lil thing just got too, yeah. like, there's just too many of them. Time
2: down for what? Ha, ha, ha. Dude,
0: Lil Jon, though, I've been to a Lil Jon concert. Yeah. Fucking lit. Mm. I was in a shit mood when I went there. Didn't really want to be there. Should
2: have called himself Veronica John. Veronica v. John that was the dumbest joke of the podcast we did it we got there after three hours officially said the shittest thing that came to my mind that's what it's all about authenticity man (laughs) not every joke's gonna be a winner
0: dude I went there in a shit mood didn't want to be there it was Usher and Little John and I just left there going Little John's a fucking wizard (laughs)
2: Yeah Because you saw him Back to back with Usher No
0: he was just so good Like insane Insanely good Yeah
2: Dude Usher's biggest song Just goes Yeah Yeah And it's with Lil Jon Yeah 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 How can you Walk away from that Going witchcraft (laughs) The way that he made My
0: body feel Wow! Yeah, it was one of those ones. I was fucking getting crumped. I don't dance. You need to fuck more
2: (laughs) (laughs) to make yourself feel something.
0: Just because you live with your girlfriend now, bro, doesn't mean you get to make jokes like that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm just saying like if, uh, if Lil john and usher made you feel something maybe that reflects more on you than Lil john and usher <laughs> try sex dude it's pretty good <laughs> try anything else have dude. a good slice of cake <laughs> <laughs> no
0: nah, it was fuck that that motherfucker was lit but your dude,
2: life is bizarre that's why i love weird. coming on this show because it's like i did not think today you were going to tell a story about you're getting Skrillex
0: arrested. I got raped by one of uh Gucci Man's fucking groupies too. You know, I Gucci Man, I've, the rapper. I think you've told
2: me this story. Yeah, that,
0: no, oh maybe I did. Does that mean
2: you've got sexual multiple an, times? Yeah,
0: there was another one that was weird right. that I told I told you about another one that okay. was yeah, that was weird. That was like a legit weird experience. Yeah. That yeah. Just like a weird chick, man, and it, just one of those like fuck, I'm gonna get me too'd here by I this don't
2: chick. Have any interesting stories. Yeah, but this is the problem. Maybe this is why you are the widest boy alive. Though. I am. I am the widest boy that's ever that's lived. lived, and it's that's. But that's part of my appeal. You know that the lack of life experience. Like, mm. if you want to know about an upcoming cotton on sale, I got you. If you want an interesting story, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, listen to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen to you. I don't. I'm not gonna <laughs> offer that. But you know, like the, honestly, that's why that bit of my special was so good. Like the the craziest thing that's probably ever happened to me was probably just bumping over Kesha backstage mm. and high-fiving Jimmy Fallon. I think that's... In the same day, I met the two most famous people. That you've ever met. And then... I've met Rita Ora before, but you probably don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. No, Becky with the good hair. Becky with the good...
0: What's that? Is that a song? No, that's like Beyonce. Oh, okay. So I didn't know you who remember the when was, like, I'll be honest. Do you remember when Jay-Z, like that whole thing come out about like Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce? Yeah. It was supposed to be with Rita Ora. Oh. And then in the song, like, <laughs> there was like a Beyonce song where she called her Becky with the good hair.
2: Ah, You know what's funny? When So the reason why we met her was when we were working at the radio station. You would have met heaps of people at the radio nah, station. Really? No. Nah, uh, well, sorry, like well, we used to do this segment called Brief Celebrity Interviews <laughs> and because we couldn't get any celebrities on our show because no one wanted to do our shitty... Because we were on Triple M Digital for a bit mm. before we were on actual radio. So when we were on this digital station, no, one, we couldn't get guest interviews. So we would ambush the people coming in for Hamish and Andy like out fucking, of the elevator yeah. and stand there with microphones and the joke was we'd ask them one question and then they'd answer it and then we'd cut them off halfway through their answer like sorry that's all we have time for and we'd act <laughs> it was a power move because we'd act like the, the bosses in the situation so yeah. we were like uh, Rita Ora what's your favourite colour? she's like um, well Blue But it could be But And then I was like up That's all we have time for Thanks for joining us Enjoy and, and Andy. Bye. Ran away <laughs> And like we got The they company used to get emails From Sony going Who the fuck were those guys That ambushed them And the company was like You can't keep doing this Because we had shit going on Outside of radio We didn't give a fuck If we got fired yeah. So we just kept doing it But and it made for fucking great radio the be- And the producers loved it yeah. And the content director Was like Keep doing it But don't tell anyone I told you to keep doing it <laughs> <laughs> Like we got complaints Because we did Peaking Dark We did like All these ones And it was amazing and the Peking Duck one I probably shouldn't say this but fuck them uh, <laughs> uh, great guys this thing fucking legends they loved it that was the reason why we had to stop because uh, of their one because we were like innocently we're so stupid we asked them what do you like Pepsi or Coke and then the guy from Peking Duck I was I'm paraphrasing was something along the lines of well Coke it depends what Coke... You know, yeah. like, it was some drug reference. He made some reference to drugs. We cut that and just kind of put him to air saying Coke. Yeah. And uh then I think that's why the record label were really funny about that going to air because he mm. said he liked Coke. We are like, no, well, obviously, we compared it... We weren't asking him Pepsi or cocaine. Yeah. We were asking him Pepsi or Coke. That's the common fight cola. of cola fight. Yes. It's like, then they complained because we didn't have their permission. We weren't supposed to be interviewing them. But the guys from Peking Duck we told them the concept they were like that's fucking hilarious yeah. they were like this is so good we want to be a part of this but yeah. the record label was shitty so we used to do that shit all the time just the fucking master chef guy was the best one I don't even know his name he's like the th- Gary Megan the guy's not Matt Preston right <laughs> like the third guy uh, and the guy who pays his employees properly there's a the bald guy who's just rude oh, I don't like that dude yeah um, I'd probably like him if he did
0: the podcast anyway I so I asked that.
2: this guy what's his favourite dish to cook and he's like well I like uh, fish and chips on the beach but also like a caviar and he kept, kept going and just I was give like, you the most pretentious yes, answer that and you I, possibly fucking could and I, was oh. like, I was like sorry Gary that's all we have time for and he was shocked it's like no one ever cut him off before And it was the best radio I'm like dude I don't even fuck about you man You work on MasterChef I don't care about food it's, like, <laughs> it's so funny to me that like He was trying to give me this Pretentious answer about And I was like oh And he tried to make it down to earth by saying But you can't beat fish and chips on the beach And I was like can't? you probably hate fish and chips on the beach it's great but yeah so we did meet a few famous people doing that but not famous like we met Australian famous people Rita Ora oh one time I almost I got punched in the chest by Arnold Schwarzenegger's security guard wow yeah that was interesting. (laughs) Arnie's famous as fuck yeah but I didn't speak to him he ignored me we tried to do the brief celebrity interview thing and he just clipped you and I got a clip by the security guard turns out he's fucking famous we yes he is quite famous so famous but we, we had a safeguard we went in with like we'll ask him what his favorite film is so then if he doesn't answer, we can assume it's silent film and still air <laughs> yeah. it because yeah. I assumed he wouldn't answer and yeah. he didn't answer obviously because he's like Arnold. He's and if Arnold's someone jumps right. out at you with a microphone, he's got like ten big security guards around him. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Fuck off!" It was that that like Arnold classic. Yeah, thing he does? yeah, yeah. Um, who else? That's it. I think you've met a lot more famous people because you've been to LA. Well, I was
0: just gonna say it was just around LA I, a
2: lot. One time I had the opportunity to see David Spade's dick, but I didn't look. <laughs> What? <laughs> I was just pissing next to David looked. Spade at looked. the comedy store. Fuck! He that was just comment. pissing in the public toilet. I was like, "Is there no backstage toilet, man?" But I think he's just—he's not famous in Hollywood. Yeah, right. He was walking around the crowd like you he's know, He's probably like his ironically spot. famous. Yeah, I think if you've just been in a couple of Adam Sandler films and that's how people know you, you're yeah. not that famous. Everyone was everyone was like, "Oh, that's David Spade." People
0: get—that's the thing in like in LA is like people are quite jaded. Like there's like a scene around. um
2: But I didn't care I'm not from there I was like Oh that's David Spade I was like I haven't really watched Many of his movies But I know who he is
0: Yeah there's a scene around Like if you meet someone famous You're supposed to be Kind of too cool for them Like that's kind of like A thing to do in LA You know But I think like I've just never Whatever the thing is That makes somebody like Go I've never had that like it literally Just doesn't exist I just, In me
2: I would nerd out around Maybe not now But like around The first time At Hamish and Andy I was very starstruck Because mm. I'd spent My whole childhood I'd never missed An episode since 2015 Because really? I used to work At the golf club And just used to listen to them On wow. repeat So I listen to every single show but what show. about
0: the fucking music that you were subject to in between
2: no 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 like the podcast I'll, oh. listen, I'll go back and listen to deep archives of their podcast oh. so it's just I was just I thinking used... the
0: radio I was like that's why I never listen to Hamish no. and Andy is because I have to listen to fucking music no no their podcast
2: like oh. they're cut out of the, it's just a show oh so that's like sick that'd be great to listen to yeah listen it was to. great it was 45 minutes and it was I arguably saw the best show I've ever listened to and, and like I should listen to that you would love it It's fuck yeah all, dude like if you just go through the arcs and stuff that they used to do that's what I find funny. That's why I wanted to do radio. But like, that's why I did that shit, like the Bird Podcast. I've always loved stuff like that. Even the Chaser, where they they do the show, but then they go out of studio and do yeah. a ridiculous thing, and they have a show goal. Yeah, like that's why we did their. You know, I guess what inspired the "Tell them all I said hi" thing. Yeah, just like what? How ridiculous can we make this? And we always have goals on the show. Like where we were trying to make the radio station buy us a tandem bike because all these other shows got bought Jeeps like Carrie and Tommy got a Jeep Husie and Kate got a Jeep and you we're like well, we don't want anything like, at least buy us a 10 bike so we like made the radio station shell at like 400 bucks to buy us a fucking bike and <laughs> it was a massive effort but for the, the scale of our show that was like really funny because yeah you know it was and like, it's like a through line yeah and we're that just like can how can just, we fleece yeah. the radio station for a stupid thing and that's <laughs> that, fucking awesome that's what we used to do all the time so yeah that's the kind of comedy that I grew up on so when I first met them I was yeah very starstruck and that was just when my you don't know me video went really viral yeah and I knew Jack Post who's like the third guy on the show cackling Jack uh, uh, okay. and from community radio yeah and he was like oh Luke and he goes mate we're watching your video in the car on the way here And I was like, You should show Hamish and I was like, Oh no, no, like he would probably think it's stupid, like he's so funny. And I was like and I was like, No, no, no. And then he's like, No, and he goes, Hamish, come over and I was like and I got thrown into this situation where Hamish And Hamish goes, Oh, you're the guy (laughs) And I was like Yeah And he's like, Man, I love your shit And I was like it's very reciprocated. Like I was like I I love (laughs) you You're all so awesome. And then we got and you know, as then we got the job on radio and they were really great to us. They set us up with their management and they were really good to us and stuff but uh that was i i think i've lost that now yeah is my point i, I was very starstruck at first and then i realized i'm like oh these guys just have cool jobs i think i was
0: talking about this to a friend um on the vietnam thing um she's one of Mum and dad's friends and she was saying she was like talking about the podcast and that and i was like i think that i've just always had this thing in my life and it's like a deep deep fucking whatever mm. childhood thing where it's like literally nobody in the world is better than me that's
2: nowhere i thought this was gonna be going but
0: also no one in the world is like
2: i'm the fucking best
0: why would i care about brad pitt but but nobody in the world is also worse than me like i just i just have like a very
2: self-involved
0: no i just have like a like everyone's the same i just think whether you're a fucking janitor like no one's better than me and no one's worse than me so when i'd first start meeting like famous people there was just a continuation of that thought i was like Hey, you're not better than me. Like that's that's like whenever. Yeah, and you know, I'm that, not saying that to somebody, but like uh, that's literally just my default setting.
2: I think I think fame as a construct has changed in the last decade. A hundred percent, it has. Like it used to be, like uh, movie stars was a term people used. No one uses that term anymore. Mm. Now there's like. Because there's so many Famous people You you see these stories Of like Even in LA parties It seems like You've probably been to some I haven't But it seems like Mainstream musicians Are now partying With like Online YouTubers Yes And it's like Now there's just one And because there's so many people This is what fame Is going to be in the future Is everyone's going to be like us And everyone Can walk through the airport And two people Will know who they are No one else gives a fuck Yeah And and they obviously Will be people Who are obviously Still bigger Yeah But there's going to be a million comedians with a f- small following, but enough to make them that, that their job. There's going to be musicians that just, I have my fans and no one else knows who the fuck I am. Yeah. it's going to be artists. There's everyone is going to just have their own little fan base because of the internet. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like they picked Were Well, you got told people. who
0: you were going to yeah. like.
2: Like, Arj Barker is the best example of that in Australia. Yeah. And right. he's a great, I think he's a great comedian, but
0: speak, we all got told to like him.
2: Yeah. Lewis was speaking joe rogan about this and oh maybe i shouldn't share this it's not i'm not gonna uh, he wasn't trashing Barker. he lewis was telling him oh so he got to meet rogan lewis did yeah that's cool yeah but after the comedy store because he yeah. was, knew another comedian called andrew santino but yeah, yeah um
0: yeah. it's Fuck, just andrew santino so that's funny he is he's great he is on a hold di- like oh, yeah. he's on his own shit he is a funny motherfucker yeah
2: um, yeah, so Rogan knew who Arch Barker was Because he grew up, you know, could come up in the same scene And then wasn't, met, like, wasn't tracking him, trashing him Was just shocked, purely shocked at the sheer numbers he's doing in Australia Because he just he's one of those people who doesn't have much of a career over there at the moment Like, can't do theatres in America Yeah, yeah. But he's doing the Palais here, like, yeah. in Melbourne 3,000 so people big, That's a big venue 3,000, like, he's yeah. doing he's doing Vengeance as big as Carl Barron yeah. and everyone just kind of knows him as this American guy but I'm like he lives in Australia yeah but I feel like that's quite well known maybe it's not yeah I mean I oh, I actually even oh, by the way' he I'm, was not, American. I'm not saying this because yeah no I know because I have insider knowledge I'm saying even before I started comedy I worked out he lived in Australia yeah yeah I'm like, this guy's just huge here why would he go anywhere else yeah that must be
0: yeah I could see how that would be weird then that it's like he but, just but found his niche He's you know?
2: like such an example Of he came over He had the accent He was like You Australians do this You're snakes Blah yeah. blah blah And everyone's like He must be so famous In America I think Australians Were convinced He was this big American comedian Yeah he Really never got That big over there
0: Dude you're fucking right It's true I've He's never the thought about best that.
2: example Of just like We accepted him as famous And now he is mm. And it's great I really like his comedy But it's And good on him it's So yeah. cool but it's just mainstream media. He was just on the gala every year as the big, and from the USA, oh, Jabarka. And everyone's like, what? Someone from America came here? That's for us? that's a
0: real thing. Like, because ev- that even happens in, like, motocross and supercross. Yeah. Like, every year they're like, tell, oh, the best rides for America. I'm like, he fucking sucks. In, like, he sucks in America. But it's like, to the average punter that, like, hears that on the radio station, wow, they were like, What?
2: a big American guy came to raise here that's yeah. so cool Yeah, it happens in sport all the time Yeah, and it's like well yeah they're probably here for a reason because yeah, they don't have a career there yeah. <laughs> yeah, most people not all cases but some people move here for family other reasons but it, I think that's over mm. that, that will never happen again because you know that you can search someone up if they're famous mm. before the internet if you got told this person was a big deal and you saw him performing at the gala in front of 3,000 people you have no reason to not believe he's a big yeah. deal you know now you're like oh i'm gonna look this person up i want to follow him on instagram like oh 10, followers mm. they're not famous
0: it is weird that 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 is like a thing that now there's like instant it's like a you can social just look up anyone it's literally like a social status thing you're like oh he's got hundred thousand followers must be huh.
2: like yeah, people go kind of go must be doing something right yeah you know, like that have that attitude like well yeah. some people like him
0: i would always think that about the podcast when Cause it's like it takes a long time to go on Insta, like exactly what you said, like for a podcast to have we got almost fifteen thousand.
2: Yeah, really impressive.
0: And it, like that is so hard to do. Like it's immeasurably hard. Two years of grinding on a fucking Instagram. And like I don't, I probably don't play into the algorithms enough. Like I'm, I'm, I do. I post just genuinely what is happening right now like I'm not yes. trying to stick to a plan there's not x post this like and you don't I could like do it better
2: clickbait like you just upload the clip as the clip you I know? never
0: talk to the camera yeah. I never like so I don't do a lot of the things that yes. probably would grow it a lot quicker I also don't have a personal Instagram that's on private so it's like which i Basically, don't use either. But in yeah, terms of like, you
2: on it, waste of time. I only ever <laughs> used it to contact you. <laughs> like, absolute waste of time. <laughs> absolute waste of time. Dude. There's zero content up there. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I
0: got a notification on Gypsy Tales that said Jace mckelfine posted his story for the first time in a while, <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually fucking pumped. <laughs> I was like, kind of like that. I'm that guy. <laughs> but uh to get from zero, like I, I remember DMing people like to try and get them on the podcast at like two thousand followers. And just being like, no one will take this seriously, no matter how good I my mean, podcast
2: is. I still would have done it. You know what I mean? I do podcasts I have a hundred followers on Instagram because I just like chat. It's fun. And yeah. It's fun. But I was very like, it made me way keener. I was like, holy shit! Like, finally a podcast where people might hear it. Yeah, that's true. crazy. Because usually I'm the one. You're the ace. I've, been, I've been the one like, people are like can I come on your podcast? Like, that's I usually I get that. Never do I get, can you come on my podcast? And it's actually. Usually mm. I'm like Sounds so arrogant But like Throwing them a bone you know? <laughs> Usually Oh, well, there's an A
0: side And a B side yeah, Usually it's like
2: My episode of their podcast Will be the spike Because my fans Will go listen to it Yeah And whatever But in this It was great being on the other side Of like Come on this podcast Everyone's like Who the fuck is this guy Yeah And that's great Yeah Also it means I can New people actually Find out about me Which is very rare To do an Australian podcast mm. And you're the little Tucker on it
0: yeah but I mean uh, I think you just appear really like
2: I guess you know in your world though absolutely no one would know who I am oh yeah so it's completely this podcast is I mean maybe these people uh, if I come on maybe three or four more times over the next few years right yeah they might become a fan or like go oh maybe I'm interested in this and that's a whole new world of people that never would have heard of me Yeah. through this podcast that now, at least now I exist. And if they're still listening to this, then like, might even consider watching a video. Go, yeah, go to a show. Or, or go to a show. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Dude, the show that thing... That doesn't happen here though.
0: The show thing is like, is something that you gotta do.
2: Like... It's the only way to monetize. If you're...
0: No, but I mean in terms of like me as a, like, telling people like, go and see one of your shows. Like, it's fucking... Oh, fuck I'm it. it's way
2: like, better... It's so live. fucking
0: funny live it's crazy. like you're yeah. a legitimate comedian like yeah. a, there's so many guys out there that like you know they're just they're doing it but they're not really like you're really really doing it like you lewis isaac like yeah. these it's like there's a group of you guys that are real comedians that have started from nothing and you're fucking doing it and That's it's very wo- kind but it's worth yeah. going and seeing just oh yeah purely for the factor of like this is so hard to do
2: it's that and it's also like we because we're not worried about getting that mainstream gala spot we don't give a fuck man yeah, like it's awesome. like it's pretty like you know it's not like i'm particularly edgy but i don't censor what i say because no. i don't have to and i'm just i will do like my show is like it's a little bit for everyone like your mum will like it your dad will like it and you'll you know what i mean you'll like it it's very like i'm silly but then i i'll do some jokes that you may not like and Mm. you might be like oh i'm offended by that but then other people will lose their shit at it so it's like i'll do i'm i would say i'm offensive but i'm like very silly and then i can just say some fuck stuff but Mm. only if it's funny yeah but yeah you're right we are properly that that is a really good way to put it we are doing it you're doing it
0: like and that's to me is like for people that you know it's a different
2: type of show yeah. it's not like going to see will anderson because yeah. you're not going to be in yeah. like the best theater in town you're going to be at a pub but there's going to be fuck loads of people there um, this, i mean this i'm talking like isaac and stuff yeah. he's doing 400 500 people in bathurst and yeah. stuff and you're going to be at the leagues club in a big function room and yeah. you're going to have a fucking hell of a night
0: well when i saw him it was at like an rsl yeah and it was you, fucking great you're
2: going to be at like a, a pub because it's like we're not you know what? Some venues won't let us be there. Really? So it's happened with a few of us. As you know, some people got banned from certain venues. I'm not going to say the venues or yeah, the people, yeah, but fine. it's like who cares? Yeah. It happens where they don't like that. No, we won't have him here. Because that means you're doing something good. Because of either things we say online, or, but I don't even. That's the thing. When people say that to me, like, well, oh, we, we're not, some people, you know what we get all the time? Our management get when booking shows. Oh no, we only have real comedians on. Mm. Sorry, we won't have them here. They're 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 Instagram comedians. Like, dude, I'm I'm here the Goldcrest because I'm doing shows every night to work on my festival show.
0: Mm. Are you doing shows tonight? Yeah. What about tomorrow night?
2: Yeah, Palm Beach Hotel. Oh, I might come to that one. Yeah, I don't have. I'm doing tonight. Monday, Tuesday. Like I'm doing every oh, night. Really? I'm doing fourteen shows. Well, fucking shout that out here now! You only talked about the tour. Yeah, but I want people to. Come see the actual show. I'm working on you. Yeah. So I don't really promote. But it's these all shows. like,
0: yeah, but fuck, man. Like, I like, like, one of the things as a fan of comedy. Mm. Like, I would like going to the comedy store to watch Rogan work, work on, on, on his shit. bits and then see how they turn out on the special. Right. It's like, you can be a real fan of comedy.
2: And I think that that it's like, but any- I don't promote that because it's like, I want people to see the full the best yeah, version uh, of it yeah no, but that makes sense like you know also go out and check out your local comedy s- scene because there'll be people like us there who you may know trying new shit you'll see Tommy Little you'll see the people on the TV they have to try it there's only one way to do it and it's yeah. to go to pubs and, and to try it but, but that's I
0: think that's the thing about if you want to get into comedy like there's things that you can really like learn to appreciate about comedy and it is you know that process and if you can see the, oh, so brutal you man. know you can see the, the joke flopping the on like one stage here but then in the special it kills and it's like it's a, that's like I how I you love be watching fan, that you know? as comedians
2: yeah. like I watched you know Whitney Cummings work on this joke that I was watching a new special and I was like oh man it's changed so much since yeah. I saw her do it at the store but that yeah. was cool to me as like a fan yeah. dude I did the Parkwood Tavern last night and holy Where's shit that? Near, like, near Labrador yeah okay, yeah, fuck yeah and uh Oh my god! There was a group of like single over forties who meet up, have a Facebook meetup group, and they're on the wines. And it got to the point of the show where they were like so bored of the show. Like the show was just going bad. For every comedian they were they were on their phone. Like during an act, they're like they're like why the act was like why are you on your phone? They're like because you're boring and I'm researching Cuba. Like it was just It was such a brutal gig And I just got up there And I was like You know what Fuck material I'm gonna let these roast People these have it yeah. And uh, all there's about 10-15 people Young people in the room Who are like Scared around and Scattered around the side And there was a big table Of all these over 40 people And they were ruining the show They were being rude They were being loud And I was like this was an actual quote that got said. I'm like, and like, like, imagine 10 minutes before this, and I get to the end, I'm like, and Trevor, this is why she divorced you. <laughs> like, I'm just laying into Intimate. this guy. Yeah, there's this guy, I found out he was on Centrelink, and he's like, mate, why would you be on, like, why would you get off once you're on Centrelink? There's no reason to get off. And I'm like, mate, this is why you can't keep a job, and you can't keep a marriage, all right? Because you have so many, I was just, fucking going ham and by the end I'd won all the old people over because they were just like this guy's going they're in they're like god damn <laughs> like they were just like because like I was probably the youngest comedian on the lineup. all these actual adults get up and are like oh guys show a bit of respect come on like oh. and I'm just up there and I'm like fucking dude you're 40 <laughs> I'm like I was like I was just telling them like honestly if I end up at the Parkwood Tavern when I'm your age, I've <laughs> fucked a lot of shit up between now and then. I'm like, this isn't the dream. I'm like this, I'm like, you're my fucking nightmare. I'm sti- like, you're staring into if everything fails. Like I'll just go on have- I've got 17 years to not be you. <laughs> Dude, so brutal. But like, obviously it didn't start that. It just got to that by the end. And I only was doing that because it was working and people. Yeah. And the guy and I can't do that again. I was like, yeah, I was, it was a joke. And the guy's like, nah, man, i will fucking love it. Like, yeah. He loved it. Like I was ripping him and it was so brutal and I love gigs like that where the, the night just turns and that's why I do it like if you only ever do perform to your own fans you yeah, don't learn how skewed. to you don't how to learn how to deal with a situation like that mm. I performed to four people two nights ago in Melbourne four people were at this gig and the other queen's like why are you here and I'm like because I've got new shit to run and they're like don't, why don't you just do it at one of your big shows or whatever and I'm like because I want it to be good By the time it gets to the big show mm. I don't give a fuck If it's good in front of those four people But I like—I just like doing it Yeah And if I can make four people laugh Fuck it's a good joke <laughs> Yeah
0: And to make four people laugh Is way harder Than way making harder. 400 people laugh
2: Yeah dude If you that joke kills in the four, four people You've got an applause break in the theatre mm. Like it's so much easier Like that's why I love it man It's so much fun so, so that's why I'm up here doing gigs Because I yeah. just want to get better
0: Fuck I had a bit the other day I need to text you bits when I think of them But there was a Oh That fuck.
2: koala thing you thought of about the fires Was so funny Just do it Run it into a bit It's probably
0: gone been and gone now There was a I have
2: this bit about the fires that I've brought in And yeah. it just makes the room go dead And then, <laughs> like It's not an offensive joke but you just bring up the it topic like, and people uh, go, where the fuck is he going with this? All the
0: energy, the energy sucked just there. And
2: I love that. Like you're just talking to this room that's going like, be. Ca-. And I had one guy in Wagga before I owned this regional tour. He's like, you better be fucking careful. <laughs> and I was like, man, I do this every night. It's fine. Like I'm like, I'm not, and he's like, don't fuck up your career here. I'm like, man, I could probably say the n word in Wagga, <laughs> and no one else would ever find out about. it. <laughs> it's like I'll be honest I could do like what that Kramer guy did I could go on a, I could lose it one night in a regional town it probably would be fine unless someone started filming on their phone which is how your career gets fucked but I'm like
0: dude <laughs> but in Wagga they do on have phones yeah exactly
2: I'm like dude it'll be fine but like people get real sensitive and then I just and then it always gets an applause like cause it's just a joke about this guy uh, it's called the fog bit and it's like this, oh the fog this bit people just yell out I haven't heard the fog bit. bit I
0: need to fucking hear the fog and bit one the night show, um, the bit what was the bit oh fuck I had a chick ask me if cum was vegan and I was like Uh, okay there's a bit here it depends because there's a a,
2: are you a fucking animal (laughs) (laughs) it depends if the guy coming on you comes on you like an animal because then it's an animal product I was gonna say (laughs) I I
0: was like this is interesting and I was like I bet that's what all these bitches are doing this for sorry can't swallow your load (laughs) It's not vegan. I'm vegan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, is there a bit in that? That's, that's good. I feel like that's a premise. I don't come never heard of that premise before.
0: Yeah, because it's like, maybe that's why this vegan thing took off. Because let's be honest, no one wants to fucking eat vegan. Where's the fun in that? But if you can never have to swallow a fucking load again in your life, there's some value in that yeah. for some chicks.
2: Yeah, old dudes. Maybe. It's 2020, man.
0: <laughs> true <laughs> but yeah I was like I think because I just have these like random like, like the koala thing with the fires yeah. it's like
2: sometimes I'm just thinking about bushfires and then come
0: uh. <laughs> and I'm like surely there's a bit in this what was
2: your one like Uh, I think the koalas are started re- the fires started the bushfires they're responsible for the bushfires because it was like the most successful crowdfunder s- in history they got so much money that Jace just and it was just like he texted me out of the blue <laughs> like I don't think you even said this is a bit idea you were just like hey man I reckon the koalas started the witch fires and then follow up with another text going by the way this is an idea for a bit I had <laughs> I just thought you were texting me fucked up thoughts about like <laughs> going like bro these fires ain't shit like, and this was by the way while the country was burning or Burning. <laughs> like,
0: this was right in the middle. it was of like it. people
2: were dying and Jace is like man it's they fucking, fucking started it the koalas it. were in on it dude like, <laughs> you know what, they probably did fucking 9-11 the dogs those very fucks <laughs> <laughs> well they fucking do the
0: chlamydia thing pretty hard still so it's like i don't know they they seem like sketchy little motherfuckers yeah but yeah it's like the to have the most successful crowdfunding campaign in in australian history like who was the koala marketer
2: behind that yeah like, i
0: could see it being fucking real yeah I'll fuck all
2: what a boring animal they wouldn't even they couldn't be bothered that's the only thing that ruins the bit is I could not even imagine a koala could be fucked to even start a fire it'd be like sorry does that involve me leaving my tree for for over five minutes yeah mate it does mate and then and then they wouldn't answer because they'd fall back asleep because they're useless they're cute but they're fucking useless and they have chlamydia
0: bro who are you talking to I've figured out a way to not have to drink water
2: yeah, dude, they are like stoners of the animal world. They fully are. Like they sleep all constantly. day. They have way too much chlamydia, and they are just like the pieces of shit of the Australian animal kingdom. Dude, the best
0: thing ever is being in a line, like at like Lone Star or like the koala sanctuaries, mm. and then you get the tourists that come over. I've been
2: there Lone Star
0: have Oh no koalas? Lone Pine Lone Pine Sorry I
2: thought you meant The restaurant The steakhouse were nah. like, The steakhouse Were like And buy a steak And you get a free photo With a koala <laughs> I was like Fuck I need to go
0: there <laughs> Nah Lone Pine Is like right. the koala reserve In Brisbane Right So anytime Like for example Benji Madden Will rock up He Did we ever even get to that story Yeah why do you know him oh. <laughs> <laughs> next episode um, no I had to interview him for uh, a documentary thing I was doing and uh, yeah he just turned out to be a really good dude and then I saw him again in Brisbane and hung out with him and just
2: yeah really good dude that's so weird yeah nice guy I really like his music I would love to hang out with him
0: yeah he was fucking cool too because like now he runs like a record label management label but it's like fully designed around like artist control so like they just kind of facilitate Ways for artists to have control over their career, cool. as opposed to like taking control, doing like yeah, yeah doing all that shit. The
2: music industry needs that. Yeah, because they got the that.
0: I didn't know, but they got like fucked a lot by like the whole music industry. They thing. were like
2: the poster boys of pop punk, which yeah. Like all those bands back in the day would have got fucked. Like Fall Out Boy and stuff, they would have been because that music was so popular. And if anything blows up that quickly, you know the person's There's shit behind
0: fucked. it. Yeah. Well, like that's one of the crazy things. Like Pete Wentz, like mm. that's one of the reasons I would still love Fall Out Boy. Like, so he wrote most of the lyrics for their songs, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. And like he's been responsible for so much good music and like a production well, yeah, he behind the scenes. Was the one
2: he uh, made Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Um, he ran. Decadence or was it decadence? I don't know what it's called. But like Paramore, yeah, uh, there's a bunch of bands on that yeah. record label at the time that were he bought up. Yeah,
0: dude. And My Chemical Romance. Speaking of that, that one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, same top the three. Fucking unbelievable.
2: Spotify told me I was in their top one percent of fans last week. Really? And that I was like, is this problematic? I was what's like, what's
0: your favorite song from them?
2: Ooh, I'm weird, and I like all their weird. B-side slash albums that no one's Has heard of they've got like this album that they This unreleased album that they wrote An album they recorded it and then they Scrapped it and released that Danger Days album Yeah but there was an album in between the Black Parade And that album wow and that has some Of my favourite songs in it really it's on Spotify now I was gonna say I might listen yeah to But uh I, I guess I like any song of like I like all I don't know yeah you know when there's A band you actually can't decide yeah I was like That's oh, That's Linkin Park for me <laughs> that's mine And I, I'm sorry um, That's my You called me the whitest boy That's ever lived <laughs> Nah dude Lincoln I bet you Park, like Fucking
0: Limp biscuit As well don't We've you We've been through this oh, I you do like Limp biscuit. That's right yeah, yeah yeah. I
2: remembered why I didn't come back On the show for a while
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude One of like This is gonna sound so lame One of the highlights Of my life I don't even know That I've ever Stole oh, this no. story Yeah get ready for it Buckle yep. in You got a seatbelt over there Yeah Um, One of the highlights Of my life Just Peak pinnacle, Jace. Was
2: the end of Transformers 3? No. (laughs) (laughs) Also a great moment. (laughs) 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 We we are here. We are out there. They are coming. Cuts the credit. And Jace is like fucking jacking off in the cinema. (laughs) Uh, So, Soundwave,
1: 2000 and
0: something. 2012, 2013, Linkin Park.
2: This is the lineup I was least interested in.
0: Was there was Did you travel of a down. down to Melbourne or did they no, come was in to Sydney. Brisbane? I used to go to oh. Sydney for it every year with my business partner from mm. America. And, uh, but I've been to maybe 50 Lincoln Park shows.
2: What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time they came here, yeah. you
0: go. Yeah. No, no. In America, I used to fucking go all over, like, around America. I've watched them in San Diego, LA, it, oh. everywhere, dude. Soundwave, like, I've watched them in so many places. Like, we used to go to like when they'd play Jimmy Kimmel, we used to go and watch him at Jimmy Kimmel. Oh like, shit. Yeah, we used to just go everywhere. And it's fucking cra- it's actually one of my regrets in life actually to get fucking full on into it. I got invited to one of his Super Bowl parties, Chester Bennington, mm. and uh, because one of my good friends in America went to college with him. He was his college roommate, and they stayed boys forever. And it was one of those things where it's like, fuck. I love him too much. Like, he was like... You oh, know, you didn't
2: want to go because you didn't go. want to ruin the nah, po- nah. image of him? Or? And I
0: and I, I knew at some point, I was like, I feel like I'll work with him at some point. Like, because of the music stuff that I was yeah. doing and that connection, I was like, I'd love to meet him in like...
2: There's a few people like that that I... I, I enjoy them too much, and I don't want to ruin. Yeah, that. you don't want to ruin them. I, I really of it. like. So about panic at the disco, like oh, one of my favorite bands, and I always go see them. And I love Brandon Yuuri. Yeah, and I, man, and eh? I think like Panic at the Disco people will probably like laugh when I said that and be like, he's oh, brilliant, dude. Dude, he's he like is been on Broadway, fucking brilliant, so talented. Like, and I think people overlooked them because they're just this like pop rock band now. But fuck They've got some bangers Like oh, every album Like even that High just, Hope song Yeah There's a banger Like it's a really good pop song
0: Listen to that in Bali On a fucking scooter Like a complete fuckboy Fuck, fuck yeah No wonder you're <laughs> crashing oh, that's <laughs> Vietnam But same
2: shit Um Yeah I Him I really don't know Pete Wentz I really admire And yeah. I Really like the guys from Blink One Eighty Two. I really think if I met Tom, Mark, and Travis in a room, I wouldn't know what to say. Met Tom, super weird dude. Oh, I would love to meet Tom. Was like my favorite person in the world growing mm. up. Really met Tom. Yeah, that yeah. makes me so jealous. That's yeah, co- yeah. I think that's cooler than the. That's it, it
0: was a it was like met him said said what up stood next like, to him hey, while he man. did the, yeah well I wasn't a crazy interaction. What
2: did he? Oh, that's I was cool. just in a
0: room with like a bunch of other people that knew him you know what I mean when
2: what is your life how but, are so you we filmed, in the room well, with
0: like these people we used to film tons of music shit in LA
2: right
0: yeah so like and we, he lives we, in
2: San Diego doesn't he
0: uh, I'm not sure I think so probably but yeah he um he did he was going through this thing where he was doing like a lot of DJ sets like he had like Tom DeLonge was yeah he had like this DJ I thing was that never was never public yeah so he would just go and do like these DJ sets so we would film with this band Issues and then they, um, they were doing a show with, it was like, all time low I or, love all time low yeah time <laughs> I've hung out with those dudes like heaps what yeah. the fuck yeah. I'm so
2: jealous these are like all my they're idols. real cool guys yeah real Alex and stuff cool yeah, I yeah. sang Dear Maria in the microphone crowd surfing at their Melbourne show there wow. was only 600 people it was before they got really big here and I went to see them it yeah, was fucking right. cool yeah. yeah I love Jack and Alex and like, I know yeah. this thing I know their names like Ryan like I know I wouldn't have even remembered their names. <laughs> yeah like this thing I'm super into pop punk it's like all I did when yeah. I was a teenager I'm yeah, so jealous right now
0: yeah so that like so it was like it was all time Time low issues, oh. um and then yeah, in between them, like when they were doing the set, Tom DeLong did like a fucking like a DJ set. Oh man, I'm yeah. so jealous. We did tons of cool shit like now that. Now he's into there. like aliens and weird shit. He was into it then, like yeah. that's what that. Oh yeah, all, he's
2: always was. But yeah. It, yeah, but
0: like so you'd meet those people, but it's not like I really got to like bro down with them and I know, you know but like that'd have be, those combos. I
2: just would like to meet those people because I it was like my teenage years they were all that was all I cared about I only ever wanted to be in a band I had no interest in doing comedy until I was like 18 I was like I was in bands in high school and I think I honestly think that the I would still be in a band and stuff if I had four other people around me that were as into it it as me because I was like I'm gonna make this happen it was like the comedy thing I'm like I'm gonna make it happen and I feel like I would have met all these people by now that I really used to really admire but now instead I've met all my comedy heroes really like because i'm in that world now but i'm not in music world at all but i'd still love to yeah i still really admire these people in music world
0: i fucking love like i've always loved music so much for just like i don't know though the people that if you can make it as an artist in music and like especially in like the now even in those days of like rec big record like like you're you're doing something like it's crazy to do that yeah like to me that was always just like the craziest profession and there's always an energy about those people there's always an aura I used to really like being surrounded by that energy like that thing you know you're like that guy has that thing and it's like schoolboy Q when he was here I went and hung out with him and it's like that, he's got that energy it's like it's so fucking cool to like be around that level a of, of a
2: person who followed their dreams and it all worked yeah, out yeah they've
0: just got there's like a confident and it's like a tangible thing that they've yeah. got and it's like you never meet a guy like um like Schoolboy Q for instance and you doubt why he got to where he is true you know it's like those people always acted like them the future selves yeah there was never like this meek cowering kind of thing that ends up being schoolboy q if that makes sense and i think that there's like a crazy lesson in that and i always was just attracted to those people that acted like their future self before they were before their they future were. self and it's like that to me is like i fucking admire that that trait in a person
2: i think that's cool yeah and I, I same and that's something i i wish i could you know i'm try, trying to be as well like mm. you know which is which just goes back to everything we've talked about already like being yourself and stuff is are you acting like some the person you want to be mm, and, that, where, and where you want to be because that's the only way you're going to get there I guess
0: yeah and then I think that those people end up that they take like this license to be themselves in such a crazy way like way more than other people give them license to do and it's like you always that's like one of the things that they're always admired for even if people don't know it is yeah. it's like man this company is taking the risk and like just doesn't give a fuck
2: fuck this well, has been the most insightful podcast I've ever been a part of. Well, mate, you're fifty percent of this podcast. I mean, 50% I fifty percent responsible. Ah, oh, I feel like you're offering a lot of insight, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> Jace has lived." <laughs> we uh, we did
0: three hours and twenty minutes. Oh, dang! So this well, is, this hopefully, is a good
2: one. people are still listening. <laughs> don't listen. Fuck yeah, that's yeah. awesome. If they don't, whatever. Well, come see a show.
0: Yeah, so sh- show uh, show dates are on your website.
2: On my website, despite what people other people may say they're all there if you don't get there
0: on the first go google it twice yes
2: LukeKiddle.com I I believe in you do your best and uh, I would love to see you there it's uh, heaps of fun and I feel like you know bring along someone and if you want to know what it's like there's a bunch of stand up clips online to check out what it might be like
0: yeah and then uh, this week where where do you know where your gigs are until Tuesday Oh,
2: I have no idea I'm at like the Roosevelt Lounge One night and Okay oh, In stuck. Is, on the is Broad that all coast. on your Website as well no. No. no no I don't promote These ones
0: Well okay I'm, I'm gonna go to, go, go to One of these shows Hopefully um, Maybe uh oh, fuck
2: When's this gonna be out
0: Tomorrow uh, Don't know Probably not tomorrow Oh well then I'll probably be gone I'm leaving yeah, on Tuesday Yeah true way um, I'll put on my story If I go I'd like to go to One of them anyway Cool But uh, thanks for doing The show Thanks Mate, for hitting me
2: up Thanks for having me Glad we made it happen Let's Always
0: sit. Always welcome Thank you. (laughs) All right, done. Thanks, mate. That was fun. Yeah, it was fucking great.